everybody, and welcome to Too Fast 10 Forwards! <laughs> it's a great I had name. an intro and I can't remember it. Uh, it's a good name for a new podcast, completely different to our other one that we're never going to talk about again. There's no other uh, podcast. We have, we are, we are, yeah, we're going with the media that Disney doesn't uh, own or have rights to, and we're going to make a new podcast. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> no other podcast ever existed. It's all good. Yeah. And I would like to say, I think we're the only podcast that will be covering simultaneously yeah. season three of Picard and the entire Fast and Furious franchise. I think I think people were looking for this synergy. I think those audiences are very, very similar. I think this I think the show's <laughs> gonna take off. <laughs> this is it, Mike. This what is, happens when you remember where you were. Yeah. You know, you've got all your your, your you know, your sad squares and your tron. But yeah. this is it. This is the. This is what you're going to be remembered for. I, Too fast tempo. I I need to tell you this because it's. I'm, I'm sure the person involved probably is listening to this new and completely original show that is in no way using the same feed <laughs> as a different show that no longer exists. But um, uh -huh. <laughs> I was. Uh, so I, I I said in an interview that I read the Tron Reddit. And I do. I'll look at it occasionally and just kind of see what people are talking about and you know get into where the community is on stuff we're doing and that kind of thing. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and so someone posted in the Tron Reddit uh, just the phrase "Hi Mike," and then there was a load of comments underneath. And the, but the one comment that was brilliant was, "Hey Mike, if you're reading this, I listen to your podcast, not that one." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a fan. That's a fan of, uh, of this show and the professionalism of which we've badged it for the last twenty years." Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what, Mike? I just yeah. want to say, yeah. I really hate watching Nintendo Directs and your fucking name pops up. I think I, it ruins time. it, right? It ruins the magic. It really does. It ruins yeah. the magic. I'm like, oh, I know who's making that. Uh, I'm like, oh, like you know, I, I, mm. it feels weird because I know I can't get excited for it. Because it yeah. just lost the magic for me. Like a Tron game, I'd be fucking... Because I've played all the fucking... The, 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 old, PSC, the old PC game. The first oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking yeah. played so much of that goddamn God, God, game. I fucking Very love good. fucking Tron. But now... You, it's now I'm you, ruining you know? it. You're a mate who's made it. It's just not the same, is yeah. it? Yeah. You're going you're gonna to see you know, new ideas in that universe. You're going to be like, that, that guy. That guy did that. <laughs> It's no longer Tron. It's no longer this magical world of escapism. Yeah. It's a reminder of my face. I apologize. Yeah, it's like it's this mystical entity. And then I'm going to stream it and slag it off. That's my plan. I'm you gonna... should. You should. I want it to. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward I'm to it. I'm always excited. I'll tell you that I have a very similar thing, which is I always watch your, your, you know, your, your awards at the end of each year. And it's always fun. Yeah. It's always fun in the years where I've released something where you do the little disclaimer <laughs> going, yeah, Biffle's not won anything. And I'm always like, hey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I've got a, yeah. I'm, see, I'm watching the Double Fine documentary at the moment. Oh, is that good? I've not gotten to that yet. I love the uh, last one I did. 22 hours long. Incredible. I worry it might be triggering for me. I worry I might like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've been through a lot of the you know the, the, the I mean, challenges I'm sure they've had. I don't know if I could It's watch. interesting. I found because I've been watching less challenging at times. Like, <laughs> I, I, I found that challenging for many different reasons. Oh, fair play. Uh, but the, <laughs> I'm I'm sitting I'm watching it going like I, I don't think this is how it works. 
<laughs> you know what? No, I will give. I'll give. Let's 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 absolutely start our new show about two completely unrelated shows by talking yeah, about yeah, a third other show. <laughs> but I, I I'll give them credit. Like I think they simplify. Obviously, they simplify everything down. They're simplifying like a, a workforce of three hundred people to like six people. Obviously, yeah, we we'll have I to think do that's that. What bugs me. No, yeah. fuck it. Don't don't you, do that. You, give me just the beta testers who are in I, a bin. I genuinely, <laughs> it is definitely. There's enough stuff in it that is like, oh, that's 100% like a situation I've been in. There's enough stuff like that of like, there's clearly like, there's people working on it who know their shit about the industry. Yeah, I, it's like the one that really surprised me. Mm. Fucking free guy. That, that was film. okay. That was okay. I, I was watching that going, somebody who wrote this knew enough about video games to pretend they didn't know anything about video yes. games. But yeah, just 100%. in all the right ways that are designed to irritate somebody like me. And mm. I love it. There's that a couple. There's really a couple cool. of things in that movie as well, which are 100% like urban legends of the games industry. That I don't think the 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 gaming audience would, would fly over the gaming audience's head. But a couple of references to things where I'm like, no, someone working on this like has been down the pub at GDC and heard this story because that's a story yeah. I've heard. You know I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But no, so it's a double fine. Double yeah. Fine. You have to watch it, but I will give you a warning. If you have kept up like I've done with anything Double Fine, they've been my favorite mm -hmm. company since they've really cycled. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. I adore them, and I love the openness. I love the previous documentaries. I just love... Yeah. I love that I learned how video games are made from their documentaries. We actually like, oh, genuinely oh. use it as internal training. When we have someone come into yeah. our company from like outside of games, we will have yeah. them watch that. Because it's genuinely yeah. such a good intro to... like. Okay, this is sort of how the industry works. The details are different, but like this is your your intro because because yeah, people coming into the industry like they don't know how the sausage is made, and it's a genuinely yeah. useful resource. So this might be the new one where we we might extend that training <laughs> by a couple of days <laughs> to cover this one. <laughs> so twenty two hours intense training. Just sit down exactly. here. Just sit down. But my problem with it, mm. my problem with it is it uh, it is making me really upset. Because so many people left, it's a seven-year program. Uh, like takes yeah. cover seven years in a games company, and people chop and change all the time. But they lose like some of the bigger names that have been there for a while, just because you know they've been there for ages. Yeah, and it, it it's like Game of Thrones. Every fucking episode, <laughs> some other fucking person's just late. Like Ray's just left. I'm on like episode seven or eight, and yeah. they just lost Ray, and I'm like, no, not Ray. I love Ray. <laughs> just this like little. Little stoic figure sitting there at the front, kind of not saying anything, yeah. but being incredible at what he does. And I'm like, no, bring back Ray. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. It's though. Uh, that is a shame. That is a shame when that happens. Like it's yeah, it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, everyone has careers and objectives of their own. It's very selfish. I think they should all stay yeah. exactly where they are at all times for us. As that's players. what I always say. Yeah, no, everyone get... should just you know, yeah, stay. They work for us. Forever. They work for us, Dan, the game developers. Yeah. They should do exactly what we as the audience want them to do at all times. Um, yes. I don't understand why everyone does that. Yeah. Schaefer, stop. Sit stop. <laughs> Sit down, Schaefer. Take a seat. Making lovely games. Better. Yeah, I, I was saying I that. Because hmm. I was on the, the Ruin the Magic thing. I remember what I was saying now. Yeah. Is that the, I'm watching this documentary, and I know for a fact I interacted with Tim Schaefer. And double find quite a bit during this time. I just want mm. one little appearance of me in it somewhere. You want to see your just avatar as... like on his on his uh, on his Slack or something. I want yeah. I want Tim to see just that. Into a room just... and goes, "Who the hell is Dad Hardcastle?" That's what you want. 
Oh, you know my what surname. What a At the start of this podcast, you'd yeah. forgotten my surname and you I had did. to get help. I did. Wow. I, I did. I did. That is, that is, I mean, that's this friendship. Is, are you, but genuinely though, surely you find this. Like, are, there are, there are a good number of my friends who, when I think of them, I think of their Twitter handle and their avatar. Oh yeah. And that is really weird. <laughs> like that is strange. I've got good I friends mean, I've never met. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, me, we've never met. This is a really we've good still example. Never met. Honestly, I could stand to put it off another decade. I'll be honest with you. I, I, <laughs> but no, I, I can got, wait. I can I wait. Fucking... Ashens, uh, who you know, he's stayed at my house. He's come you to birthday parties. I bet that's some very good green screening. You definitely met. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Ashens, we you know we've hung out and stuff, but I call him Ashens. It's not yeah. his name. Is and people not? on set are like, "Oh, Stuart," and I'm like, "Who the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, that's my hackers yeah. was right. We'll come back to hackers when we watch hackers with cars later in the show. Hackers with cars. Hackers with cars. Uh, so, well, let's mm. let's introduce the podcast and kind of why we're doing it this way and why we're not covering <laughs> a different show that's yeah. owned by a thing that you sort of work with. And we went, you know what? Let's not actually risk that. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, Mike, I hate to say it, but I do actually like you, and I don't Thank want you to lose your cool jobs because I know you won't fuck Tron up, and I respect that. That's I can't enjoy That's it, but maybe lot. others can. Oh, maybe others. Maybe <laughs> others who don't know the horrible reality of being mates with me will enjoy it. I, <laughs> no, I should say, I will say, I've not been asked not to talk about Like, I I still will chat about Marvel stuff. I'll still give my opinions on Star Wars to anyone who wants to hear them. But, like, yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like, I know me and you can get quite aggressive. And I'm now increasingly, it's not even necessarily uh, the company itself, but more just... I'm often meeting people who work on these things now, and I kind of just don't want to yeah. be. I'd rather insult the franchise that I love more than anything. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That seems much more healthy. Um, it seems like a. You're never going to work with Paramount. What have they got? Oh, you can make a fucking <laughs> game of. I would love to do a Star Trek. Game, Top Gun. To I don't know. I would. I mean, you you, know you what, invite though? me on the dog Trek. We've we've got a thing though. If it's a Star Trek or Doctor Who game, you fucking invite me. All right. I mean, I could, I could literally, I could just go and adapt all of Joe's movies. I could do, I'm doing Tron right now. Oblivion would be a great <laughs> video game. Top Gun. I, it could work. Yeah. It could work. Yeah. It could work. You don't think you're going to make a Fast and Furious game, though? <laughs> I would fucking love to do a Fast and Furious game. <laughs> like, the, so listener, so let's actually intro the show. So, so listener. Dan hasn't watched Fast and Furious, and to my knowledge, has very little cultural awareness of Fast and Furious, right? You don't know where Absolutely it's going. Absolutely nothing. My, my, oh, before this, my only, <laughs> my only thing was Rebecca was once watching Hobbs and Shaw, which I think yeah. is a spin-off, but I'm not entirely sure. I came <laughs> we'll in and was like, it. is this some Marvel DC shit? And then I fell asleep. Yeah. So I've, I've fallen asleep while Hobbs and Shaw has been on in the room, and I think I played a Fast and Furious game at one point that was just crap. So yeah. I don't know. How, that's it. That's all I know. It's kind so of that's, so. Everyone listening yeah. who's seen Fast and Furious will understand why I suggested this as a podcast. Because what <laughs> we're about to do is we're about to go on a journey, you and I, Dan. And I need you to stay unspoiled. I need you to try not to read ahead. 
look at like casting in future movies as you because what's going to happen is you are going to turn into a massive fast and furious fan i need you to resist the urge to find out where things go because <laughs> we are going to travel we're going to go over some ground here there's a lot of interesting kind of nuance to how these things got made i just anyone anyone listening who's seen all the fast and furious movies knows exactly why this is a great idea for a podcast given yes. damn and given, given Dan's me. reactions to things this is going to be a lot of fun we're going to have fun and also Star Trek Picard Series 3, because it's the only way I'm going to watch it is if I talk to Mike about it afterwards. This is, and to be honest, same for me, I think. Yeah. And, that's and, what I thought. And God, well, have some controversial let's, thoughts coming up. Let's, let's, yeah, well, we're going to, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? We're going to. Also, hang on. So, that, wait, yeah. uh, there's nine Fast and Furious films. Uh, the 10th right? is coming out, sh- I think, this summer, is that right? Something like that, yeah. Don't Google it, though. I, I, think, I don't want you to know anything about number 10 in the franchise. We've yeah. got 10 episodes of Picard. Nice. So are we going to do, like, is this going to be, like, a, a, a modern film thing where this podcast is going to have an episode 10, part one and two, where we cover just Picard in one half and then Fast and Furious in well, another? So we could. We could. There's also Fast and Furious. I will give one spoiler. Fast and Furious 10 is in two parts itself in exactly oh, the way you're describing <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, we'll I, um, split it into three, and it's so it's Hobbs. I, you know, what, let's not talk about it because there were no characters it. called Hobbs or Shaw in the film that I watched. It's which it's is incredibly hard for me not to just say the word foreshadowing every time you say something about Fast and Furious. <laughs> so it, right. we'll, yeah. The other thing, the other thing, just because there'll be new people coming in. Do we do we want to give uh, folks um, our thoughts on Star Trek generally? I guess kind of as a historical thing, but also how we're feeling about like the last few years of Star Trek. Yes, just to give uh, a framing been... so people know what our vibes are because I think we're a bit different on some of this. Well, a little bit. Hmm. I think only a little bit. I think I think we sort of synced up a little. Okay. Um, I think you like Discovery more than me, but I think that's it. That's the that's big. Hey, have, you the Pro- have you watched Prodigy yet? I've I've not. It's trickier to trickier to watch in the UK. I've not gone to it yet. I I um I should. Batman Plus, I, mate. I the, Batman Plus. I saw the first bit of the the first episode, and I, I a guy I know called Jim, who's very into his classic Star Trek, has basically said it's a stealth Voyager sequel. So that's got me very excited. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Okay, I'm that. gonna say this yeah. now. It's not a stealth Voyager sequel. It's a Voyager <laughs> sequel. It oh, is it just, is. A, Voyager just a Voyager sequel. There okay. is no stealth about it. It okay. is uh, so. If I had to rank all of the current Star Treks, mm. we got Strange New Worlds at the top. We've got Excellent. Prodigy. Then we've got Lower Decks. Okay, it's really good. I will. I will. I will uh, check it out. I'm in the states a bit, so I'll uh, probably end up watching it here. But yes, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you need. To, I, it's because it does the whole. Seen. It does hold new planet every episode thing, but also the overarching plot thing and ties them together perfectly into the most tense finale I've ever seen from Star Trek. It's like, it legitimately got me. It was great. It's so good. Also, the finale is, it's like, eh, we're going to change a lot of shit up. Okay. It, it, it's not happy to sit still. It's a show that wants to keep moving and evolving. It, it gives me sort of that early Russell T. Davis Doctor Who Hmm. I don't know, I hate bringing it up. Sorry to say the D word. What's but it is, uh... Sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but it's got that sort of like, there's, you know, there's the 
the bad wolf thing overarching it and then it all comes to a head at the end or more tortured yeah. probably is the better example of it but there's individual episodes it's kind of does it more that sort of way but there mm. is like an ever-present threat and there's <laughs> whereas voyager they were traveling home this is like they're being chased okay. uh and they're not sure really where they're going and it's a very interesting very exciting show that if i was a child would have been my favorite tv show okay it it's the one where I would have gone, oh, this is... it's And it's also proper Star Trek, which is... it's They've remembered how to make proper Star Trek, Mike. I I, I maintain, I think, I think Strange New Worlds is the closest. I, and I think I've said this, as, I've said this to a few people about at this point, but I, I think what they're doing really well with modern Star Trek is just kind of laser targeting different parts of it. There, there was definitely yes. when, when we were kids watching, you know, Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager and Enterprise... They were very much going after the same audience. I think that's possibly why it kind of stalled out a little bit because they were just kind of basically reselling to the same group of people. Whereas with yeah. this, it does genuinely feel like there is a desire to make Star Trek for everyone, basically, and kind of hit different things. And, yeah. and I, I would say, yeah, I think the the only thing that kind of veers away from my tastes completely is Discovery as it goes on. I think Discovery opens kind of pretty strong, but then just yeah. kind of for me, just kind of became kind of distanced itself so much from my like, kind of the episodic star trek thing that for me it kind of drifted away from my taste strange new worlds yeah. basically should have a sticker on it going are you <laughs> were you watching star trek in the 90s well here's the show for you <laughs> similar with lower decks right similar, lower decks is very yeah. fan servicey but specifically 90s star trek fans fan servicey um there's not a lot of discovery jokes in lower decks um, been, they've got They've got a, a a shirt on, a, a Cerrito shirt. I think it's a Cerrito. It just says like, wait, don't they have? Because they, they do the they've got the disco shirts that say. They've you got know, the, the, the Rito. Is shirts. it Rito? Does it say Rito? Rito's or, or something? Yeah. There's a few yeah. little like nudges and winks in that way. But it's um, but it's like I, it's definitely kind of targeting an older kind of demographic, whereas Discovery feels like a show made for twenty somethings now, and 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 fair play. Um, the, I, you know, it's weird. I feel like yeah. Discovery and Lower Decks are the two shows that feel like they aren't set in the same universe as everything else. Because Discovery is just doing its mm. own thing. And Lower Decks is very much a cartoon and very silly. Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah, it's a Star Trek comedy. Fair enough. You know, yeah, it I think works Discovery, well like honestly, that. I think Discovery would have, I think Discovery could have benefited from going, comp I think the jump to the future thing they did. Honestly, maybe that's where the show should have started. Maybe they should have put that distance yeah. just in, in right at the start. Um, oh, what's that? A, a show that should have started at series three, and we're here to talk about the cast. <laughs> there we go. Let's do it. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We'll do Picard first. We've been talking Star Trek. Uh, series three, episode one of Picard. Oh, before we actually get on with that, Mike, yeah. could you just please recap series one and two of Picard? Oh, no problem at all. Yeah, very straightforward. So the first. <laughs> How, let's see how much you could do because I rewatched them before this because I was really I sick. I did not. I did not. <laughs> so first, I was really sick and I was like, yeah, I can sit and watch just a day's worth. I reckon I, I reckon I can do this. Let me try. So I think first series of Picard is we are uh, uh, Starfleet's going a bit flashy, um, mainly because of a uh, uh, robot uprising on. I want to say Mars. Is it Mars? Yep, it's Mars. Excellent. Uh, and so they're, they're kind of basically kind of mass affecting their, their way away from robots. Um, and, uh, fair enough. 
says Picard, uh, but also maybe not. Um, there's several robot lady uh, versions of painting. Uh, culminates in him realizing that the the uh, the, the the kind of the, the next generation datas are trying to create a Lovecraftian wormhole to uh, a robot tentacle monsters universe to kind of bring uh-huh. about the end of the universe. Is it something like that? And then Picard I mean, dies and is replaced by a robot version of Picard, and that will never be mentioned again. Yeah. Is that the first season? Yeah. I think that's about the first season, right? You did miss out the Romulans and the big Borg cube. I mean, the Romulans are kind of the key point because it's the Romulans that are doing most of this stuff. Because See, my brain had already put that into season two. No, the, the Romulans were in a... Uh, they, there's this, like, thing that they look in that kind of shows the future. And when they look into it, all the Romulans commit suicide except for one because they were used to be a Borg or something. I can't fucking remember. That's right. Um, and they've got kind of the incestuous Romulan thing going on. You've got... Yeah. But so the Romulus... So Romulus was destroyed because J.J. Abrams had to get stink all over the Prime Universe. Uh, mm-hmm. The star blew up and there was the evacuation thing happening. And then... The robots rebelled on Mars, so Starfleet stopped helping the Romulans. I don't entirely... I've seen that series twice now, and I still can't really place the order that that goes in. DS9 taught anything, but there is only about 50 ships, and they can't can't be everywhere. They have to go to the places, specifically. Unless those ships are crewed by expensive actors, and then they can't (laughs) go into the Dominion War. That would be unacceptable. Well, I mean, at the end of Picard Series 1, like 900 of the same ship turn up. That's it. They um, figured out. They figured out. Like basically, the the sci-fi Henry Ford. Henry Ford with like a hover chair has come in <laughs> and he's invented like factories, uh, Star Trek factories. Yeah. So if you if you just put the lights down lower, maybe you'll be able to make more ships. You'll have more energy for ships. That's why they're all so. <laughs> have you considered making the ships a bit more metallic? Um, that might work. That might help. No carpets. Yeah. No carpets on the floor. No carpets. Everything is metal. It's slippery. Because <laughs> that's what you don't want when you're like gravity shifting and the fucking thrustery things are failing and it's all going berserk. You don't yeah. want grip. No, you that's want what you don't want on the floor. Center. That's what you want. You want eighties yeah. conference center, beige. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was nice. Nice to get Klingon blood out of, but fortunately they made peace with the Klingon, so it's less finishing than ones. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there's still peace with. The... We do see many Klingons in Picard. Have we seen any Klingons in I Picard? Think, I think we might be about to see one specific Klingon in Picard. Oh, I, um, I do too. And it'll be some like it'll just be like fucking Moog or someone will come back and then it'll... <laughs> Moog. <laughs> that? Yeah. Oh, that would be Oh, what a pointless but inevitable thing that would be. In this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh yeah. series two, your recap. Series two, so uh, series two, we're, uh, we've, we've heard the fans' response to the show. Uh, something about episodic, so we're going to try that for a bit. Um, so For one episode. For one episode. But they did a couple, they did a couple. Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, for Queen, um, we are going to basically first contact. We've seen first contact now. We had a, a Friday night, we got some pizzas in, we all watched first contact. So what we're going to do... Uh, we're gonna have Borg Queen. We're gonna have time travel. Uh, we're gonna have that bit of music that everyone likes from First Contact. That's gonna play a couple times an episode. Um, yep. And then uh, we're gonna do our thing. We're gonna go back in time. Uh, ten forward was not named because it was the front of deck ten. It was named after <laughs> a street. 
Um, <laughs> it's coincidence and, uh, that it happens to be When we walked onto the ship, she's like, I know exactly where I want to put this bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to get a new nameplate for it. <laughs> it's exactly. like... Um, and didn't then think we... it was a franchise. <laughs> I, but I will say, like, I think the second season, it did... It treated the... Uh, the new cast a bit better. They kind of built them up. They gave them some interesting personality. I'm excited to see what happens with them in the first season. <laughs> um, it's funny because one of them's gone forever. We canonically learned about his death, and Mike completely forgot. I that is true. Um, <laughs> that is true. You forgot the way I, it, we actually had Rios's death described to us. I thought I saw a trailer with Rios on the bridge. I think what might have happened is I saw a clip from the second series and had already <laughs> forgotten that that's how the second series... Because the second series, the thing I remember most of the second series was they had an amazing first episode in terms of, like, it was set on a starship again. It was... It felt like Star Trek again. They had the music from First Contact and Borg. Like, there was enough interesting stuff in that first episode that I thought, okay, this is maybe... This is working. And then we never saw all of those trappings again for the whole second season. Um, yeah, that's been a pattern in Picard. They do that tend to open been, very um, strong. They're kind of yeah, lessons that then I would it, learn and then not make a third time, I think. Again, <laughs> foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the thing about Star Trek is it's all about family. That was a joke for the people who've already seen Fast and Furious franchise. And I think that's the... <laughs> that's the stuff that they didn't quite build in those first two seasons, the kind of surrogate family around Picard that they were hoping to. So I think that's maybe yeah. why in the third series we're seeing them return to the well. The other thing though, I think as well is I think if you look at kind of the, the casting of other Trek actors, it does go up. Like the first season you have that, that little bit with um, Riker and Troy on uh, where we were to visit them. And obviously yeah. seven coming in. And is Seven in the first series? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then yep. I think, you know, second series is where we bring in Q. We, so it has been kind of a mounting thing. It's been building up that 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 those vibes. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the it's definitely the season where they just went, screw it, Star Trek TNG series eight. Let's go. <laughs> um, Twitter's on the I downfall, mean... so presumably that Twitter account doesn't exist anymore. We could just do series eight of TNG. Uh, no yeah. one will mind. Yeah. I mean, they did film series two and three back to back. There was is this right? is not a reaction to series two. Yeah, that series two really? and three were filmed together. So mm -hmm. they knew they were going here. Okay. This was always the plan, apparently, which is weird considering that this series also has a new showrunner. Yeah, I was going to say they, the other guy left, didn't he? I think he yeah, left so this mutually is... in a completely uh, arbitrated and agreed upon way, didn't he? I think yeah, the airlock accident. Yeah. <laughs> He voluntarily took a spacewalk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I think they've been definitely pushing the showrunner. They've had him kind of talking about his fandom a lot. They've kind of definitely been going, this is the this is the guy who gets Star Trek. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it was filmed okay. back to back. Two and three were filmed together, straight from two to three. I mean, that makes sense. And, and to be fair, not to be like too cynical about it, given the age of the cast and stuff, it makes sense that you would, yeah. you wouldn't want to put a big pause in there. Um, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have many big pauses left, does he, Patrick? <laughs> I wasn't specifically referring to one actor, but 
You know. He looks like a boiled testicle, right? He really love him. I adore him, but he looks so fucking old. Because I was watching, I, I watched a lot of Next Generation as well when I was sick, and I just go from Next Generation because, like, he's always been the actor that never aged, yeah. and now I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all right, very much the Paul Rudd of his day, Patrick Stewart. I think that's what people say. Yeah, at the time. yeah. If Paul Rudd was born fifty, mm. Paul, Paul Rudd is like perpetually thirty-five. Yes. I haven't seen Ant Man versus the Quantumness of Space or whatever it's called. I'm sure it's excellent. I'm sure I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I did watch Wakanda Forever, though. Um, that was good. That was fun. I, the production yeah. design on those movies is fucking phenomenal. I don't even want to know how movies like that get made. It's just insane. Um, I just mean like the was... fashion and the cost. Like, it's just, oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's kind of, it's weird because, you know, behind the scenes of that, they're kind of like, yes, Shuri is now the Black Panther, like in the comics. What did the actress just say? Uh-oh. <laughs> so, um, there's gonna be some interesting but, contracts in the film industry going forward i think about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. there's with that and fucking uh deep fakes and shit we're in for an interesting time mm. we're gonna have the ai blow up mars or something and i don't know i think elon musk triggering the events of series one of <laughs> picard yeah. great yeah, yeah that's good that's how we get there anyway fuck it Mm. There's right. Look, I. It's a on living. Go on. Yeah. So you must canonically I... a great man in the Star Trek, thanks to Discovery. <laughs> yeah, but also but there's like said a, a by, World War said Three by, is, is like. Good. There's like World War Three, which is quite mm. close. Uh, yeah. Actually, it should have already technically gone if you count mm. the original Star Trek canon. It's already gone. We missed it. Sorry. They've slowly pushed um, it back over the years, haven't they? They're, with every yeah, single yeah. kind of thing, they've nudged it. Yeah. yeah. But I can imagine just Elon Musk just leaving a server somewhere where he's like, I was really good. I was the king of space and all this shit that he's typed <laughs> away. And then archaeologists in the future found it and gone, oh, yeah. Elon Musk guy sounds all right. Probably so that's Picard, why, that's right? Why... Probably Picard in, in, the, in the Picard show <laughs> that, uh, that we would like to see, which is just him doing architecture for 10 years. Not architecture, yeah. sorry. Archaeology. Archaeology. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, him doing archaeology. Um, I must admit, Prodigy is a better Picard than Picard because it's got Janeway as such a presence, but it's not Janeway, which means mm. it lets you get a new character, but the same character. It's great. Fuck, Prodigy's mm. so good. Um, and I'll forgive the fact that they completely stole the idea from me in a podcast where I talked about what my ideal Star Trek would be. It's almost beat for beat, the opening episodes really? of... yeah. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe we should stop doing I, these. This is no, dangerous. No, because then the things we want this, get made. Yeah, that's true. The things we want get made. Like, I was, yeah. you know, I'm happy to chat about all this sort of shit. Um, but anyway, Series 3. It was Picard. that episode we were about Tron a few years ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my initial th- thoughts to the opening scene. I got bamboozled mm. by Picard Series 3 Episode 1. You're I got not head over bamboozled. Okay. I bamboozled is in they they boomed me. Yeah. I I in the, band. the opening scene with Beverly like executing a guy at point blank at range on the floor and they just explodes in the ash. I'm like, all right, we're back. Here we go. Fam- Modern Star famous, Trek. Famous murderer Beverly Crusher. Yeah. 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 But then later in the episode, they call her out on it and they go. My yeah. goes like Beverly wouldn't do this, and I'm like, wait, you realize that? <laughs> 
Oh, because I'm just like, that's shitty. Because normally that would be... If yeah. this was the opening episode, that would be a tense scene where you go, fuck, what the, what's Beverly doing that for? But because I've seen yeah. so much bullshit with Star Trek, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like current Starfleet. Um, but that but opening, yeah. I, I didn't like... My, there was, um, I really enjoyed the weapon that announces to your enemies when you don't have any ammo left. I love it's some video genius. game logic. It's some video game logic. I love it. That's some like no ammo. Repeat. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reloading. <laughs> Peels here, etc. Uh, yeah, that was serious video game logic to that opening scene. Um, and then there's uh, <laughs> Beverly doing. There's only one person. This is the third series that started with Picard's the only person who can fix this problem. We have to contact Picard. Couldn't well, they've, be seen any the, they've, seen, they've seen reason. the title on the first page of the script, haven't they? That's what it is. He just seems like he'd be so busy right now. Protagonist dying. John and Picard. <laughs> yeah. Just that's what they go. And I like how his communicator still a battery. I don't know how communicators recharge. Mm. I don't know how far they can communicate. That was my big one with that. Was like I thought I was assuming oh. it was like a walkie talkie in a in a in a you know in a workshop or no, everyone would have a walkie talkie. Can, you can do it long distance as long as the it, the thing itself. I thought you need some kind of relay or something. Distance. It needs a relay, oh, okay. and they actually stated in the episode that she'd used a relay. So um, his communicator badge is like on his Wi-Fi network. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's on all the what you just know where it is. I don't know space, isn't it? That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. I'm gonna. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt here because in a post-capitalist uh, society, you wouldn't have like different phone carriers. Yeah. All of your tech would work wherever you were using it. Yeah. So, uh, I guess fair play. Um, probably yeah. phrases like "above our pay grade" wouldn't exist, but we'll come back to that later. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so right. Opening shot of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Opening shot, we're like we yeah. hear the Fallout, one of the, music, the songs from the Fallout trailer, <laughs> which I really enjoyed because I was like, oh shit, maybe we're gonna see some death claws, and then we pan over lots of like shit that makes the people who fill in the Wikipedia happy because mm -hmm. it's like the flowers that she looks after that we saw in Cause and Effect, yeah, got her acting masks. We saw her husband's luggage. Mm -hmm. In a that box. could be relevant later. It, it be relevant will later. be. The the mm. kid is quite clearly a clone of him. Well, he's either a clone or he, he's got a British accent, Dan. And as we know in the Star Trek universe, if you have a British accent, you're Picard or his son. I think the British accent is to throw him off the case. And maybe his British <laughs> accent... Of her yeah. previous husband is why she fancied Picard in the first place. Oh. But and I'm, Wesley, I'm thinking as clone, like a disaffected teenager, puts on a slightly annoying yeah. Californian accent to be, because he's angry at his father. Because he's become the perfect being, hence someone from California. Oh, that's that's kind of perfect. That kind of works. But also, I mean, like, the entire mm. sequence has, like, loads of Gattaca shit and DNA imagery sure uh, and i'm like yeah oh you mean you mean the um you mean the uh ui uh show reel at the end credits yeah i live well that's I the live... opening credits isn't it that's gonna be the opening credits going forward is that gonna be that's a sh i don't want that to be opening credits i kind of liked the whole 
uh, Wrath of Khan just, kind of texting. I oh, it's just the, the UI the UI demo at the end. I did enjoy because I yeah. have spent a lot of my time looking at UI <laughs> demos um, because I would do a lot of sci-fi well. games. And with specifically with Tron, there's a there's a specific that the people who did all of the the kind of the UI and kind of the uh, kind of digital VFX stuff on that movie have like a seven minute reel, which is probably the video I've watched most in the last year and a half of just going through frame by frame being like, okay, how did you do that? That's okay. Um, so that, that, that spoke to me, that kind of near depth of field, let's make the UI look nice uh, when rendered in yeah. After Effects thing. I respect that. I, I, was, I was happy to see that as a part of Picard series three. Let's give a few clues out and about about what's been going on and what's going on. Yeah, I think he's yeah. going to be a clone. I know it's setting up... So, th right, mm, the thing we need to start on. off is this yeah. is a Star Trek movie. It's yes. shot like a Star Trek movie. It's pulling from a lot of Star Trek movies. So like I, the, I, the, uh... I, I spoiled our show preemptively by watching the Red Lamb Media video on this. And they <laughs> point out, and it's so disastrously true, that... If the first two seasons of Picard feel like someone who read the Wikipedia but didn't necessarily watch anything for the on first contact, series yeah. three already feels like everything from generations, plus a yeah. couple of little things from basically they've seen the rest of the movies now. That's what it feels it like. It feels so you've got like, like a movie. Stulu's daughter on the bridge in generations in yeah. the Forges. You've got like lots of little son, references. Having a surprise son. Surprise son, you're absolutely right. Wrath of Khan. Like the opening twenty like fifth century, it's twenty third century of in one of the films. That's there's space a, the, that the shot of various different scales in all of the uh, other movies I love, and TV shows. Yeah, I love that. Having Have having you noticed a Connie? different scales in everything though. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, like that space station I, in some of the movies is like you know twenty stories high, and some movies two thousand stories high. It's good. It's fun. Yeah, it's a modular design. It, I mean, I really enjoyed Beverly's ship when they landed the shuttle on the ship. I'm like, wait, how fucking small is that ship? Because that like <laughs> cockpit, like it's quite a big like cockpit area, and the shuttle's tiny. And it does just like, how do you fit those two things together? It's like yeah. a, it's yeah, um, it's a, it's like a travel first aid kit rather than a, a home first aid. Kit. Yeah, yeah, for killing. I don't think she was. Yeah. I don't think she was out there killing. I think she was there trying to help someone because she's Beverly Crusher. As you said, Beverly the show Crusher. seems to know who Beverly Crusher was. That's true. Enough to make Riker go. This isn't what Beverly Crusher would do. Well, the no, show also knows who said. Riker was now, which is shocking. Yeah, Riker's weird. Riker again. That's weird. I, I was used to pizza oven Riker in uh, in series one. Yeah. Now <laughs> now he's like slightly taking the piss out of this old guy he has to work with. Again, I did enjoy, I did enjoy like Picard going, oh, I'm going to be, he's like, oh, all those rambling Frontier Day speeches. And Picard's like, I'm doing one. And, Picard, and then Riker's like, I'm sure it's going to be fine. And it's just <laughs> nothing from Picard. And Picard looks like a fucking raisin. He's just so old and gone at this point. Riker's just, ha it's like Riker's visiting him at the home. This is going to be like a holodeck home reveal in the final episode that none of this actually <laughs> happened. And he spent the oh, last 10 years being like 100 years old. Are you, saying, just that, are you saying that Star Trek would ruin a show by ending it? with an episode where Riker is in a holodeck. I can't ever imagine that. <laughs> they would I, mean, I, wasn't gonna, I was leaving smirch. the reference there for others to find, you know. 
<laughs> I don't believe you watched the Red Letter Medias before this. I, I've been saving it. I know. I'm, I, I'm not going to do it again because we'll, we'll, I will just end up repeating all of their points. I I'm very, I'm very new to Red Letter Media. I've only found them like a few months ago. Someone suggested it. And since then, I've watched almost everything they've done. <laughs> just They're <laughs> very good. They're very good. They, yeah, uh, they kind of know the stuff. They don't guess, like never guest the on their show. Never guest on their show. That's the lesson. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin, never guest. Or Patton Oswalt. Os- well. he, he got, got off through, pretty clean. Yeah, he got through the yeah. blonde red, but otherwise just don't ever. Hey, Mike, ever guess, guess. Who, guess who guess who spent £900 on an original Justin Roiland art piece out of the two of us? Well, it definitely wasn't me because I met him on the roof and didn't like him very much a few years ago. But I'm guessing it was <laughs> you. It was me as a charity thing, yeah. and I spent nine hundred pounds. I was like, I've got, and I've got it framed on my wall, and I was like, it's really <laughs> cool. And now, it reminds me, there's a comedian called Will Hodgson, who is the name. most surreal comedy gig. It's really, he's kind of minor comedian, but he's fantastic. If you look him up, you'll find some stuff on YouTube. Uh, and I'm he sure was very um, grateful that you're mentioning him in a conversation about Justin Roiland. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So okay. he's got. He, he did the surrealist gig I've ever been to because it was my first time up in Edinburgh, and he was in the caves, right? Um, which is literally just caves. They're, they're little mm-hmm. fucking stalactites and shit in them. They're amazing. And he was doing the show in the caves, and I was rushed out my tits because I was only up there for a weekend, and I, I was trying to see thirty shows because mm. that's how students organise their time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is going to be great. And I sat there exhausted right near the end of one of the days. And he started talking about, no word of a lie, the fucking street my mum grew up on. Because I found also found out that he lived opposite where my grandparents used to live. Like, huh. literally opposite. He's describing in, in extreme detail a restaurant that I have stared at when I couldn't sleep at my grandparents' house. And so, like... <laughs> Or like it's, and I'm just sitting there going, all right, is anyone else seeing the dude, the, the big dude with all the hat tattoos and the shaved yep. pink hair? Is anyone else seeing him right now? It's, 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 just it's these moments that make you wonder if you might actually be the protagonist. And you just, I might be the protagonist. You might be the protagonist. Mike, I play life. video yeah. games for a living, right? Life has gone so easy on me. <laughs> But anyway, um, so he was—he does this bit because he collects loads of merch and old stuff. He's got loads of tattoos on him. He had My Little Pony tattoos before that became a thing and hates Brodies because of it. <laughs> but he's just super into that. And he, he said he was visiting um, this uh, one of the merch places he goes to. And this guy was throwing away all of these boxes and boxes of stuff, like the guy who owns it. And he went up to yeah. go, whoa, 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 what are you throwing away? Like He's seeing records going, he's seeing all this stuff going, all this stuff getting thrown away. Um, he's like, what are you throwing away? I'll take anything. Like, never throw anything away. And the guy opens the lid of this bin to reveal what Will Hodgson described as the largest collection of Gary Glitter memorabilia oh, he'd no. ever seen. <laughs> oh. anyway, yeah, close the lid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that kind of, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I've, I've not really, I'm trying to think if I've had a, a fandom ruined by that yeah i don't think i have i've been relatively lucky with my selections thus far harry potter fan what <laughs> yeah, something happens no i um <laughs> i uh no i never was i actually once i you know what this is the perfect venue because i've been trying to think of like whether it would be appropriate to tell this story on twitter for a little while it definitely wouldn't be but i'll definitely tell it here um oh yeah here's great <laughs> i once got shouted at for not being a harry potter fan that's my claim to fame I got, Fantastic! I was, Tell me more. I, 
Well, I was in a I was in a queue at um, not that I've ever been to Disney World rival Universal Studios, but if I had been ever, um, I was in a queue <laughs> for uh, one of my Harry Potter rides at Universal, and just you know there with Carrie, my girlfriend, both British, chatting in the queue, and uh, woman in front of us in the queue turns around and she's she's wearing you know Harry Potter merch and everything. She's got the whole thing. She's like, "Oh my God, are you British?" I'm like, uh, "Yes, yes, we are." Oh, so you love Harry Potter? And she's she's at that point. I know she's got like a kid who's fully dressed in Harry Potter like costume, like the clothes <laughs> and everything, and a husband who's not wearing anything Harry Potter and is looking at me like he is dying in this queue and, and this entire situation. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're good movies. I think and Carrie pipes in. She's like, oh, I read them, read them as a kid. They're they're they're, they're fun books, and. She would. This woman just started going. She's like, "Have you been to this thing, this Harry Potter exhibition? Have you been to it?" I was like, uh, "No." And I think we actually then did go to that later. But she was just like rattling off all these questions, and it was just like, "Yeah, I'm being, you know, we're being polite because we're in a queue. We're going to be in <laughs> behind this woman for about an hour at this point, right?" Um, yeah. She just got increasingly annoyed at us because we were not obsessed to the point where she was like, "If I was British." I would, I would be a, I would, I, I, it'd be, it is your duty as a British person to be a fan of Harry Potter is basically where the conversation ended up going. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then at that point, we're just like, and I'm just watching her, her husband just look more and more and more uncomfortable. And I was like, this is, this, so that was my thing is that's, that's, that will, it, I, I assume nothing else will ever tarnish Harry Potter as much as that conversation yeah. did for me. Um, but yeah, no, it was. I mean, uh, look, I, I'm aware. I'm I'm aware of the Harry Potter thing that Harry Potter was, has, you know, been done dirty by, you know, someone, she who must not be named. But I I'll think, tell you I this, think Harry right? Potter was actually. I don't think there was a writer for Harry Potter. I think it was actually. I think it just yeah, exists. Someone, yeah, some of those so, things. Uh, well, I mean, somebody just took Neil Gaiman's book and wrote it a bit longer. <laughs> let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> Um, Somebody yeah, put uh, Neil Gaiman's book through the fucking Heroes Quest fucking, and they just went, yeah, the Was it Meg the Witch? It was a book when we were kids, like a picture book about a school for wizards. I can't remember what I was talking about. Yeah. Carry on. But I'll tell you what, right? Mm. Look, you think Harry Potter's been done day. I'm an Artemis Fowl fan. And I know we can't say much shit about Disney, although I still fucking will, but they fucking destroyed <laughs> Artemis Fowl in that film. I'm sure it's a great film. If, I've not seen it. Oh, you you should, you should, because okay. it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like taking a shit on your nostalgia. <laughs> it's worse than Picard series one. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, don't say things anyway, you can't take back. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what. I was a Jonathan Stroud fan. Bartimaeus trilogy. That was my biggest one. That was one I was obsessed with. Mm. Which no one's read, but it's no. like what. What if Harry Potter was like seriously fucking liberal and also involved a lot more murder? Hmm. I was really into it as a kid. Nice. Um, and it's more politicky instead of that pretend politics that Harry Potter does, where it's like, oh, fudge, he's angry, and that's kind of it. It's just sort of he's angry. brushed under the. Yeah, oh, he's angry. Something, something, fudge, something. Okay, let's talk about. Look, look I will say, I will, let's be fair, Harry Potter. Is accidentally very specifically political. 
I think it's, it's yeah. like, that's the that's the thing I keep I keep seeing the you know people posting. It's like if it's an accident, all this stuff in Harry Potter, it's a profoundly impressive accident. Like yeah. for all <laughs> for all of this to just be a coincidence, that is that's genuinely it's weird impressive. that it wasn't like, in any of the stuff she ripped off as well. Like that's it's just sort yeah. of like the only thing. So I don't know. I don't I'll know. Tell you, I'll tell you what though, like, my hand. My hand-drawn picture of J.K. Rowling is worth fuck all now. <laughs> you have a hand-drawn... Explain, sorry, no, explain this again for me. No, hand-drawn no, painting. It was a, oh, no, it was a reference to the, to the Justin Roiland one. We cover so yeah, much ground did on that, this show. Was... I, I missed stuff. Is yeah. everyone enjoying our Fast and Furious podcast? I think I, I... <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> we've talked about the first scene of Picard it's in 49 minutes <laughs> no, to be fair to be fair we've talked about the first scene and the final scene of uh, this week's episode of Picard we just have to fill in the stuff in between and we're, not we're the final on. scene the end credits the end credits <laughs> yeah overall uh, right I'm gonna say it. I like yeah. this episode of Star Trek Picard I thought it was fucking great not just I good it. I thought it was fucking great and the reason I thought it was fucking great is that Captain is brilliant the not taking any shit, Captain. That uh, whole sure, scene, right? Captain Shaw, who I keep calling Jellico because of Captain Jellico from when you know Picard fucked off because he's on a secret mission and Jellico takes over and he's more sort of by the book. And he's I was very goosey. I was I was excited. The one thing I knew about this show because I, I don't think I'd even watched the trailer for it was um, Jessie Gender, who's awesome, and I never watched watch her stuff, but she posted like Captain Shaw is going to be your favorite thing about this show and it gets so much better as it goes on so the second oh someone said captain shaw i was like i'm ready i'm ready yeah. like because like, they mention you know seven comes and meets them and mentions oh, i'll take captain shaw i was like okay this is this is the this is the thing i've been told is awesome so i was very excited for that and then yeah he's the, the actor playing him is brilliant it's not yeah, Rufus was... Sewell, but like it's it's like the oh that's going to be a joke I shouldn't do. Um, it's like an uncanny valley version <laughs> of Rufus Sewell is playing him, um, yeah. and he's just a, a dick, but in like a way that you know he's going to be right. Oh, about something he's a later dick on. in a next generation way. This is what I love about the. What's character, What's the name right? of that captain he... that's awful that we all hate and then turns out to be right in next gen? I can't remember. Jer- captain Jellico. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, sorry. That's what you're saying. Sorry. He's like, he's like, he's awful, he does everything by the book, saves Picard, stops the Enterprise being blown up, and he just wanders off, and everyone's like, oh, we we really are a bunch of (laughs) twats. Well, that's the thing as well, so I I lied, I had seen, I I just realized I did see the trailer, because I remember people were, the backlash was, there was the bit of speech of him going, oh, it's not going to be explosions like you're used to. But from that character, that makes perfect sense as a line, that's totally reasonable, that's like, he's exaggerating, he's an arsehole. Um, he was eating before they got in the room, and I was I like, I am literally immediately in love with this character. That's the other the thing. Is, is... Go on. That's such a next generation thing, right? Because next mm. generation is all, you know, the, the, one of the beautiful scenes is Worf goes, well, finally, when Data's captain, and Data takes him aside and goes, don't do that, you fucking muppet. I mean, I'm the captain, you're undermining me, and it puts the whole ship at risk. And Worf goes, oh, I'm sorry about that. No, you're right, I fucked that up. And then Data goes, I hope we haven't damaged our friendship. And Worf goes, no, my fault, not going to be a thing. And it's so yeah. fucking competent, and it's beautiful, and it's lovely. Yeah. And this guy just is just a little splinter in that. And he's just yeah. doing all the little bastard things that are just nothing. Like, oh, there's a guy, he... like, if this was Discovery, he would have, like, pissed in their wine or something. Yeah, okay, and, and the characters just... at the table would have literally looked at each other, done a raised eyebrow, that camera would have cut between it. I think that's the other yeah. thing, is the, the subtlety of 
human interaction. It's a weird thing to compliment drama for. Michael Burnham like, would have started crying. Like, <laughs> I, 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 it's there's definitely something with Star Trek about it. It's not that it's not emotional. It's always been very emotional. It's always been very character driven. But there is, like you say, there's that kind of subdued the idea of like an evolved human. Someone who's yeah. a bit more controlled, a bit more, and you can definitely argue whether that's actually kind of an old-fashioned view of how humanity might go for sure. But that—that that is the—that was what next gen is, as you say. So it kind of, yeah, it does fit that. Yeah, and it means because because of that, you can kind of do your kind of, you know, classic British um, theatre kind of thing of just like a like say like a little splinter, just like this guy's just a little bit yeah. off, and then you can kind of roll a with little that. Bit. Just enough so, yeah. of a dick to make the journey a little bit more perilous. That's all he was there to be at that moment. But then I hope he's not actually evil. He's got to like, be competent. I think, they're saying him, I think they're saying him up as evil. And the only reason I think they're saying him up as evil rather than the Jelko thing is the dead naming seven. That's the one where I'm like, okay, that's actually... Ah, no, 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 no. That's two parts. Go dead on. naming seven, but also called um, Picard X Borg. He is a yeah. Borg racist. Borg and that's, racist. And, and, and that's why I think the show... I think he's going to be evil because of that. I don't. I, I, I think he's going to be... Re- I think we're doing redemption for him. I think we're going okay. redemption up. Okay. I think he's going to call Annika 7 and then it's going to be a, a thing. Oh. Unless he just kicks her out of the ship. and That doesn't feel... But I think that wouldn't be satisfying to me because it's like, oh, wow, you've le- learned to show basic respect to people. I feel like... Yeah. In the middle of an epo- like as a as the exclamation mark on an actual apology. Okay, we'll see. I think he's evil. We'll 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 check in on that in five yeah. Fast and Furious movies time. <laughs> I'm realizing what's also great is these films get longer and longer and longer as they go on. So this is a commitment you've made to do this. Oh, that's good because so the one we just watched ended before Act Three started. So I've got a lot to yeah. talk about. Don't worry. From this point on, it's all Act Threes, baby. Um, don't worry about it. <laughs> Hobbs, yeah, I love, I love is, Captain uh, Act Four, Five, and Six as well. It's great. Oh, um, well, I like. Yeah, I always say that like uh, Japanese films have an Act Four. Mm. Japanese films are really weird. Like um, Godzilla, I've been watching. I watched all the old Godzillas, and you can really see it in sort of older Japanese films. Um, less so, sort of now, but they'll do sort of like Act One, Two, Three. And then there'll be like a little act four. And it's like when on an American TV show, they come back for like just a guy to go, okay, bye. And then there's the credits. Yeah. Like on the late night shows, you know, you're like, why did you come back after <laughs> the Picard series three? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. I assume that was it. I watched it on, I watched it on Paramount Plus in the UK where I am. And no, I'm saying, I'm saying Picard series three is one elongated wave to camera going, thank you and good night. It, feel, it feels like I'm happy goodbye. about that. It feels like a goodbye to it, yeah. And, and, it and, feels like yeah. what if it, this feels like what I wanted from Picard in the first place, which is first episode is like, look, we're going to go hard on the the love of the the Enterprise D, even though Picard just doesn't give a fuck about that ship. Sucks to be sovereign class. Sucks to be like, sovereign class. He does not give a fuck about that ship. Like um, I don't know if you remember, but in Generations, like when it crashes and stuff, he goes back to it and is like, "Yeah, this was a shithole, wasn't it?" And just takes yeah, his like stuff and leaves. All his old stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's just like, uh, should I go to a toilet now? Or yeah, he's like, oh, I'll like, just shit in the like ship one last time. This might also be a novel thing. I might have just read too many of the novels as a kid, but like, wasn't the Stargazer his proper love? Like the Stargazer. That's his like, proper love. Yeah, that was his... the one he had a model of. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was like like the, yeah, the the enterprise was a means to an end. And then I mean, yeah, he he obviously fuck was fucked, but like yeah, yeah, Stargazer. Yeah. That's his. That's the that's the one. That's his baby, and you know he, that was in the last series. So oh, see, so they, they did... need something new. They need something new. Plus, yeah. plus that. Plus, of course, down that painting, it's from his red that room. Painting. So, like, that's a tick. That's a you can put a red arrow on that in a YouTube video. I mean, that painting was on his ready room in a ship that crashed, and I know for a fact he just left that painting to burn. Someone, someone <laughs> went back coffee. later. Someone went back later. <laughs> I, he literally, yeah, it just, I feel exist like... exists in a world of replicators if you just duplicate everything. Well, I've, well this is a thing I've... <laughs> I just realised this and is, I've, been... I, I've used this in something recently, so I'm going to back off of this conversation. I was about to say, I don't want to go into this because I've been writing about this in my book. It's kind of become a bit of a point. So... <laughs> Uh-oh, we're going to start Uh-oh. writing each other's shit. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. As much as they got replicators, Eagle Moss is still around because there were canonical appearance for the first time of actual Eagle Moss ships with the shit bases that I have hundreds of in Star Trek Picard. They had the Enterprise D, which they referred to as the fat one. And I'm like, you fucking better not because it's the most beautiful ship. Yeah, maybe it could afford to lose a few pounds, uh, but it's a beautiful ship. I, I, mean, I, I, no, I've lost all my weight. Thank you very much. I'm healthy now. <laughs> I've actually lost my weight. Fuck you, Mike. Oh, well, you've got to America. I can me. see you eating Twinkies and. Oh, America! Just seriously, man. It's the bread is sugary. It's just you're bread. constantly it's fighting. Bread. Constantly Everything fighting is brioche. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what's I going to say? The, no, the new new listeners, maybe I assume some people might come in because they're ready for that Fast and Furious content. Hour two. <laughs> um, the uh, the uh, like we can tell the importance of an issue based on whether Dan can't wait to the podcast to tell me and the Eagle Moss statues <laughs> that those were. I got photos sent to my phone. I was reading them on WhatsApp. I'm like, yes, one that is them, the same shit. You'd sent side one by of side. them is not on the base properly. One of them wasn't on the base properly because the base is a shit. Eagle wants to shut down now, by the way. That's they're gone. They're extinct. Oh really? This Why? Is, yeah, they shut down thought... last year. They went bankrupt and just vanished. That's I, I'd have thought that now was the best point in time to be a yeah. Star Trek merch company. Yeah, I mean they do loads of they, right di- they diversified too far, I think. Because they're doing all those magazines right. where it costs like twenty thousand pounds to make a fucking replica of a DeLorean. I remember as a kid, Price yeah. D, and you know, you're like, yeah, I, no, let's not do those. I always used to buy the first ones of those because they were mm. always like two pounds, and you get like a cool figure or a bit. It was, was a like, T Rex one, and you get the skull in the oh, the you get a skull in the first magazine. Yeah, you get the first one. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're gone now, uh, which is a shame because there were some pretty new ships to look at. Uh, I'm pretty mm. sure. In yeah. the background, when they're showing off the Titan A, which for some reason on the outside doesn't seem to say Titan A, I didn't. Oh no, it did. I paused it. I paused it a lot to go back and check. I'm pretty <laughs> sure in the background there was a California class, which is the one from Lower Decks. Really? Don't, don't yeah, I'm pretty sure there was the. I know which. I know what class the Cerritos is. Back oh, you know, up. fuck you. Back Do up. you? All right. Okay. Well, this episode explained what happened to the Star Enterprise F. Fast and Furious podcast. If I didn't know my my California <laughs> class from my Neo Constitution class, um, okay, right. So let's talk Neo about that then. Let's the get really yeah. let's get 
Let's get really yeah. nerdy. So mm-hmm. that is a refit of the Titan. So they took the Titan yep. in, which yep. doesn't look anything like a Constitution class with its oval everything mm-hmm. and it's all long and angry bits. And then they turn it into a Connie. Why? Because, Why? Because they wanted to remind us of the Enterprise A because everything in this show is trying to remind you of the Star Trek movies rather than TV show. But- but why not make it a galaxy class? I know the galaxy class, that'll be the USS Galaxy will turn they're up and it'll fat, go... Because Dan, because they're fast ships and no one likes them. That's why. Also, I will point out that one of the ships in the background of that scene, <laughs> which is not referenced, was a Titan. Mm. The, there was a, the Titan class was behind the Enterprise D. That's so that's the, that's the ships that were there. But mm. why... A co- it feels really weird to go, yeah, let's just take... Like, we've got the Strange New Worlds Connie at the moment. It's a beautiful ship. Yeah. Like, you don't need to do this weird sort of angry, angular... I mean, I must admit, I loved it. But I would rather <laughs> kind of push it forwards. Well, you know, just so a little me, bit. We've not talked about this, but my unifying theory of the Orions. I, uh-huh. I think the new Star Trek stuff is a little bit too obsessed with the original series. And to me, the yes. iconic example of that is the overuse of Orion characters across the board like orions have become more common to see in these shows than vulcans or klingons um or anything else and it feels really weird not because i have a problem with orions i think actually there's some interesting stories to tell with orions but because um i like how you do you have a lot of friends that are orions (laughs) (laughs) that felt like the next line that was coming at your mouth no i just no i just i just think there's, I mean, Orion slave girl as three words gives you a lot of territory to explore with with, with species, yeah. obviously. But no, what I mean yeah. is basically Star Trek's always done the thing, uh, and I'm going to say the word foreshadowing again, where villains <laughs> from one installment have then been incorporated as protagonists and heroes going forward to show the sense of a unifying universe and the idea of the Federation kind of expanding and becoming more peaceful, in theory. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's weird. So basically every show or movie has basically incorporated the last five to ten years of character types kind of going forward. And that's always been kind of the way they've progressed these things. Sometimes in a forced yeah. way where they've like, oh, we need to go and do some Bajoran episodes because we've got this new Deep Space Nine show we need to get going. But also kind of in a just a logical way. So it just feels very weird when you're watching new Star Trek and all of its references are to rights back to the starting point. Um, yeah, which bizarrely, I don't think is where most fans of Star Trek came from. I not think the, the 90s no. Trek... Uh, yeah, I think 90s Trek was like where most people were fans. And I think they're only kind of just realizing that now. Yeah. They're like, hey, people don't want like to watch a guy karate kick and shag his way across the universe. They want to see a, a bald man be a diplomat. Yeah, they want to, they, or, 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 a, or a man with the most glorious hair committed to modern television screens. Uh, <laughs> really, if you want to be in charge of an enterprise, you either need the best. Do you reckon that's why Picard shaved his head? Because he took one look at Pike on like the wall of like previous captains and went, no, yeah. don't be. He's like, this is not <laughs> going to... This that's kind of that's, that's kind of actually on that canon. note. Yeah, Prodigy Star Trek Prodigy features the return of the Zindi. That's what I'm talking about. I like that actually. Yep. That's cute. Okay, you've sold me completely yep. on this show. 
but that's like that's the thing is is it feels like that's even even the um the jj abrams trek was doing enterprise references yeah like and i think that about about hilariously killing a man's dog yeah in the first one and then they do this in the actually as well later don't they in the in the last and best of those movies um but the um the, the i hate that movie that i know you, people you, like it really beyond was where i just went I don't, I don't want to care anymore. Oh, it was okay. the bit when they're they're listening to the Beastie Boys and surfing mm. across this like alien wave of explosions. I kind of went, "Yeah, I hate this." You it's mean the bit where the, the you mean the bit where the crew using their unique and specific skill sets solve a mathematical problem in order to save the day against great odds. That's the bit. Sure, that's the bit yeah. in Star Trek that bothered you. Okay. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That is the bit that bothered me. And it's not because... Because yeah. normally they'd go, oh, here's the thing about my character and I'll tap that into this or I'll do this yeah. thing or I'll say this speech. I'll use my talents. Mm. The ship's surfing on a wave of exploding nanorobot things. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I'll admit, I'll admit I'm stretching here a little bit. I watched, I watched Beyond recently. <laughs> I've got, I, I had a mate saying and he'd never seen it and we watched it. It holds up. It's still... I, I, I like it. Um, but yeah, no, the, um, who directed it? Who directed beyond someone you don't need to Google. I've just realized, <laughs> I've just realized there's a crossover here. Potentially. I'm aware of the, I'm aware of the crossover. Aware it's of the Justin crossover. Lin. I do know that. Cause I was like, Oh, he did the fast and furious. All right. This, um, yeah. And, and, and he certainly did the fast and the furious. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. The journey we're about to go on. Um, <laughs> Because what we're going to do, I've I decided one thing we're going to do uh, when we get to Fast Furious is I'm going to ask you to, def- you know, the way you asked me to define plot, I'm going to ask you to define what the scope and storytelling of the Fast and Furious is. What's the kind yeah, of okay. movie this is that you're watching? We're going to do that All each right, time. All right, easy. I can, well, we'll do that. We'll get, finish Picard off. Finish Picard. We're going to do the 10 forward first and then we'll do the two fast. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. So what else then, do you love about yeah. this episode? Uh, all right, what else? What else we going on? We had. Uh, I'm just thinking about the cool stuff. Oh, oh, no, there was another thing. So loads of shit that came up on the thing. Um, Enterprise F is being decommissioned. One of the, Which is, uh, that's the, the, the online pop-ups. one, right? That's the online one that we've seen extended media, and it's going to be in this one a bit. The oh, Enterprise F. We've, it's been in the trailers, but it's being decommissioned already. So we've gone from, in Picard's lifetime, the fucking, like, you know, the... Was the sea around? Was that... Because that was Garrett's. That's who the Red Lady was, wasn't it? It was the Captain of the Enterprise That's C. That's Captain of the Enterprise C, yes, Sea's Enterprise, yeah. Uh, no, because she was back... Yeah, she was way back in the thing. So it would have been around yeah. for the D, the E, and the F. Uh, the J yeah. is, like, hundreds of years in the future. So there's going to the be really some gaps one. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. The one that's, like, 20 miles long. It's, like, fucking stupid. Yeah. And I adore that stupid <laughs> fucking little weird... Ugly, 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 massive ship, yeah. But I wonder if we, we're going to get the Enterprise... What's next? EFG. G. As a finale reveal for this. The OG with... Enterprise. Maybe. Maybe I mean, the again, final... Though, that's the thing you've got to do in a Star Trek movie, isn't it? Get yeah, the old show Enterprise the new Enterprise and have on. a new Enterprise, yeah. That is another I would movie t- I, I'm not, not going to say what happened to the E, but Prodigy might have some answers. But also, like, no, Prodigy's, Prodigy's a little coy with some things, but I will wow. say that mm. some very famous ships are in the final episodes, but they're not focused on. They're just in okay. a thing. Sometimes I, when you, you know, work on ancillary media, 
in an interesting franchise, you do be you are a little coy. Sometimes that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. And sometimes you probably just steal CG models and use them in your own without changing the uh, NCC number. But maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe in this case, you know, mm. I will say the actual Defiant is glimpsed. Oh, it's fun. The actual Defiant. And I'm like, yes, we, we never got a canon ending for the Defiant, did we? I'm pretty sure it was blown up. But, um, was it? <laughs> was is it, 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 is it blown up in the last? It might, it might have been blown up in that last episode. It might have been. I can't remember now. I think you're right. Uh, I think you're right. No, no, it's not. No, it's not blown up because in um, that that brilliant documentary from Ira Stephen Bear, which you you've seen that right? They're they're no. breaking this. Oh, oh man, I'm excited for you. There's a DS9. It's called um, What We Leave Behind. It's a DS9 documentary, and it's corny in places. But one of the centerpieces of it is they they reunite the DS9 writers' room and they uh, and they scope out a pilot episode of the eighth season like where they would go next with the story and kind of how they'd structure that. It's genuinely That's interesting. It. Yeah, it's really good. But they but, I, but they have the Defiance in that pilot, so they, I know it wasn't blown up. I don't think we've seen the Defiance end in, in canon. Now, I've got in my head, I've got an image of the Defiant bridge all blowing up and like Cisco giving it... Was it Cisco who gave it one sort of look down? Are you thinking of First Contact? Where it gets like it gets its wing clipped, and maybe no, now more. kind of. I now think the Defiant was actually destroyed. There's, unfortunately, there's no mm. way of checking. There's no way of checking. Uh, Star Trek fans famously have never written. They just down. don't write anything down. No, there's no resource we can use. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think they were just reusing things. But if they weren't, it's super interesting because you'll see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. No, you've you've sold me. You've sold me fully on that. I uh, I've got I've got some time in the coming days. So I'll, I'll watch Prodigy. I'll, I'll go through that. There's a it's game as a well. Great... I think. There's a video game of Prodigy's that, coming out. Yeah, that's not great. I played it literally oh, okay. on my last live stream. Uh, it's okay. it doesn't even have the right tricorder sound. That's where it lost me. But it's, oh, it's one of those we, kids we can, know better sort of games. Uh, you and I can one day discuss the many legal complexities and reusing <laughs> sound effects from uh, popular franchises. That's my emergency edit sound effect, which is appropriate because you were talking about tricorders before your computer crashed. Uh, what a profe- <laughs> what broadcast professional you are. Brad. I That's have been doing this for 14 years now. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so, no, I was going to say, in the in the Star Trek Prodigy game, Janeway is not in the opening cutscene, which is hand-drawn. Right. But she is in the ones where she's a CG model. So did they get not get permission to hand-draw her? So... In scenes where she's talking? So I can make a guess, as someone who's worked... So, like, John Wick, for example, obviously there's, there's some likenesses in that. Um, likenesses take a while to get approved. So if you yeah. do something, you have to send it over usually to like the the studio. They'll they'll like it. They'll send it on to the agent. The agent will run it back and forth with the app. So there's lots of back and forth, and that, that will that cycle can go through quite a few times. So what may well have happened is if that opening cutscene, which you said is hand drawn, if that was maybe a late stage addition or it was something that there wasn't much time to do, then someone <laughs> someone doing my job probably was like. We could put the character in this and <laughs> go through two, three months of approvals, or we could just show like 
a mountain or something. Uh, so yeah. probably it was that. Probably it was it, probably not. Um, they didn't have the rights thing, but probably a timing. This is probably not worth us uh, making a making more work for ourselves, kind of thing. I would assume. That- that might have been the first fact in any podcast we've ever. I think, done. yeah, that was informative. Like that was a that's well. an insight into the world of production. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of choices are made based on like you know whether this will have seven different horrible impacts. Yeah, yeah. This is why I read books. I don't need to give a fuck. It's kind of turned into play, watch, listen for a minute. I think we should move on. I don't like that. Oh, so yeah. hang on. Which one am I? Oh, the last of us. Oh. <laughs> that, I mean, that I'm all of you. That was the joke. Um, <clears throat> you're just fucking circle jerking each other. And it's, <laughs> it's more of a square. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, circle jerking square. Your initial pitch for Thomas was alone. Jesus, please, please move <laughs> circle on. Circle jerking square. Come on, that's a great. Oh, it um, but yes. So, yes. what the fuck? Um, Picard, yeah, uh, what else happened? I can't remember. I've like, we saw Raffi again, and Raffi's talking to a mystery person. Wolf. She's talking to Worf. Worf. She's talking to Worf. It's <laughs> not really Worf. much. She's talking to Worf, got all warrior. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah. That, so, oh, actually, there's an interesting thing. The what weapon is, is a portal gun. Sorry, you know more about this stuff than me. What Worf was an ambassador when we last saw him in Canon Media, right? Captain of the Defiant. I'm pretty sure when it exploded. Oh, he's ambassador. Ambassadors the books. Then I thought he was the ambassador to. He's probably an ambassador. They all become ambassadors. It's either Admiral or ambassador. I think he's ambassador. the Klingon ambassador. I think. I think that's. I think that's where he goes. In the, it would have been the end of Nemesis. I think he goes. Ah, oh, see, I don't remember anything post Nemesis or pre Nemesis. I don't remember the movies. I remember he goes, no, and hits the thing and smashes it. And that's all I remember from First Contact. He's like, if, if you were any other man, I would ambassador well, you become. where he stands. That's what, that's what he does. He goes I like the bit where Q says to Worf, eating any good books lately? <laughs> <laughs> I need, I got advertised to, I, I need to, I probably do need to buy this. The, did you know that um, John Delancey and um, Leonard Nimoy did two stage shows where they played Spock and Q talking to each other for an hour. No, but holy fucking shit, I want to go and see that. So, well, I mean, it would be a much less interesting show now than it was. Um, but I know, uh, ABBA did it. That's true. There are, <laughs> there's an audio, there's, there are audio books. I think, actually, I, I mean, as holograms, like surely, segment. sorry, surely as holograms, isn't that a much more appropriate show than yeah, them actually doing right. it? You're absolutely right. That would be the Star Trek <laughs> way of doing it as well. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. there audio. You can get them as audio books. Simon Shuster did them, like, presumably like back in the nineties. Um, and I, I need to, I need to hear them because like, the clips I've heard of them are awesome. Because just the two guys, and there's apparently there's a bit in the second. They'd like a, you know, they did the first show that was so popular. The second, I think in the second they swap roles. Interesting. So Leonard Nimoy's trying his best Q impression. And John Lancey's doing Spock. I, I probably need to... I might listen to this. I'll report back on it uh, once I've heard it. It's um, not going to yeah. be like an emotional roller coaster that show. <laughs> no, it's going to be... It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a very... It's going to be an episode of Frasier. That's what it's going to be. It's just going to be... <laughs> it's it's going to be an episode of Frasier. It's going to... Although, Patrick Stewart, brilliant mm. in Frasier. There you go. Oh, he was, a, he was amazing, yeah. Did Storm you see where, the Frasier uh, reboot yeah. has cast uh, Nicholas Lindhurst? 
That's interesting. Yeah, as a, as a a drunk English professor that Fraser knew. Huh. God, what's Lindhurst been doing for ten years? I thought he was dead, so I'm glad. Like, yeah. He's not. Well, this is one of those things well, again, foreshadowing. Well, where, like, I I find I say this, I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened to that actor, and I find out they've been in a a show for ten years I don't watch. Yeah. So it might be that. that. He might have been in something very. He's probably in like Call the Midwife or something. One of the, like a massive or, British show. Or I they've, watch. they've like or, rebooted Goodnight or... Sweetheart and it's been going like you know still they open all hours. They did try. They did a reboot. Oh, shit, they did, did do they? a reboot. They did. It was not very good. As yes, of course you would imagine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like Goodnight I Sweetheart said... probably hasn't crossed over to America. Have you watched the Quantum yeah. Leap reboot yet? No. Why mm. would I? Mm. It's a fair question. Why, why would I do that? What else? Have I watched the Night Court reboot yet? No. Why no, would I? No. <laughs> no. I watched the Red Letter Media review of the Night Court reboot. So did I. I. That's why I mentioned yeah. it. Wait, hang on. Are we Red Letter Media? Because you're Mike. Much less There's successful. Much less what? successful, um, but also like. Wait, hang on. How many subscribers happier? do they have? Do they have more than me? They, I'm certain they have more. What, what's your subscriber count up to? 2.4 million. 1.47! I am a million people more popular than Red Letter Media. Are you bigger than Red Letter Media? Not really, no. But like, okay. technically, arguably, technically, yes. Technically. An algorithm would say yes. Well, you but should I guest say on fuck. their show. You should guest on their show. Everything will be Red fun. Letter Media, if you're listening, I would love to go to whatever Don't. cold hellhole you live in. And I would Don't love to watch it. some Black Spine Junker. And then I'll get my junker out in front of children, and then it'll all oh, be great. Jesus Christ. And then the cycle the will places. complete. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would, I'd love to hang out with them socially. I do not want to be filmed hanging out with them, because that seems to be a, a death sentence. I want to. I'm, I'm willing to roll that dice. Let's go. Okay. I want to I see some fucking 80s, like, fucking educational children's video. That has a bizarrely religious bent in the context of this conversation. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Picard. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to Red Light Media. Who will we get like a hundredth of the people listen to them? But that's because this is a bit more niche. I'd say this is a bit more. It's a bit, a bit, bit more. Uh, it's a acquired taste. This is Very a bit much more the kombucha Kirk. of. Is this a bit more <laughs> They're a if bit not... more Jellico. They're, they're actually reviewing the thing and doing their fart noises. You know, that's their Picard. They're Picard, actually. They've got just that little, think, a little streak think... of humour. Okay. Yeah. I think I think they're, hmm, I don't know. I think they're maybe doing a better job with us. I think that's maybe what you're trying to say. And you're struggling that's because... what I'm trying to say. They do a legitimately yeah. better job. They do a better job than we do. I'm yeah. just, honestly, we should be the drunk ones, is what I'm trying to say. William this Shatner is... has never been angry at us, to my knowledge. William Shatner's so... been angry at Matt. Really? Yeah. Okay, That's well. That's true. Let's take a moment. Let's, let's go to that story. What's going on? Uh, what happened? Matt used to moderate William Shatner's subreddit and stuff and got in an argument with him. <laughs> it's true. Matt, Matt, Matt has very much been the barnacle on many a successful ass, hasn't he? So what's yeah. the... Brian what's May the... as well. Of all... <laughs> Although I think him and Brian May get on quite well. Yeah, oh, That's good. That's good to hear. I can't remember. So he just did, didn't what... want to he do a thing. Gonna... And... Uh... 
Matt is literally in my house right now, and we could go ask him. But I uh, get Matt on the show. I want to know. What, I want to know how he gets uh, off. I don't. I don't want Matt to take away from my glory. He's like the J. You don't want him to turn up. He doesn't know anything about Star Trek. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> he does. He was there pausing it with me and going, "Oh my god, look!" The Voyager <laughs> B in the background. Yeah, in the background on the thing where it says the Enterprise F was being decommissioned, there was a, there was a shot of the Voyager B. I'm like, what the fuck is the Voyager that, like a, a thing? There's a Voyager. There's like a Voyager E in Discovery, right? J, well. J, J. That's right. As reference to the really shit fleet Enterprise J, which I love. <laughs> Spindly little fuck. Yeah, but it's 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 off to, to to carry on with the Picard. It's it's definitely it's off to a good start. But we've been here before. Yeah. I'm Specifically, more you and I have recorded this podcast before. Where we... <laughs> I am more hopeful this time. It okay. feels like it's got a very different energy. I think it's, it could be at its best as good as like a first contact. So not quite TNG, but not the weird bullshit we've had to deal with with the last two seasons. I mean, if it's first contact, I'll be happy because I, I loved that film as a teenager. Yeah. It's one um... of those... I didn't watch it until I was old. I didn't know there were Star Trek films. That's weird. Mm. But, um, I've, but again, okay, Frank saving the franchise at every turn. That's what he does. That's what he that does. Frank is the hero. What he does. He is the mm. hero. He's not even the unsung hero. Did you read Will Wheaton's post about they did? Uh, there was the was it rap pipe or something for something was something for Picard and Will Wheaton didn't st- like all the cast. He's like somebody was like stand up cast and Will didn't stand up. Because, you know, he'd had a shit time going through it all. Sure. He wasn't in this series and he was like, I'm going to step back because where is he? Yeah. Twat? Um, but uh, who was William a twat Riker, to him, by the way? Who was a twat to him back in the day? Isn't it Berman? Isn't Berman the one who was a... Oh, he was a twat to everyone, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, old fucking John Frank stands up and looks at him and goes, Get, stand the fuck up. You're Aww. part of this crew. And he gave him a big hug and, um, yeah. It's a really, I there's love, a sweet I little uh, post that we're waiting his left. I love, well, I love has blocked block me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> what, what is with you? Why are you... <laughs> I don't know. Genuinely, I only found out when I deleted all my tweets. And there was like a retweet from him. I couldn't unretweet because I'm blocked by him. And it was like the only thing on my Twitter. And I was like, what's this? But I don't know. Oh. I think it might have been like around Gamergate time. Because when it started, I was like, I like games journalism. I'd like to talk about this. And then I saw where it was going. I was like, oh, no, back away, yeah. back away. They're wrong. I think a Point, lot of wrong. us made that mistake, in fairness. I think a lot of yeah. us took a, little, took a tad too long to notice where that was going. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah no, like the, saying, um, yeah, 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 I don't mind. Fuck it. I don't care. Um, he's not going to hang but out. But Franks is the one, Franks is the one I would really like to meet. I've met, actually, who have I Here met we on go. track? I'm not going to do it. Uh, well, I no, can do I it. Did. I had a, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But the, um, I, I tell you who Troy, I Troy, Data, Sulu. <laughs> I think that's it. I did. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the best. I don't Picardo. Even, have, we, have we, have you and oh, me spoken? Oh, Connor Trenier. It loads, actually. Fuck it, loads. I used to go to have we, have we spoken since, um, have we spoken since I announced Tron? Yes. I can't remember if we've done one yes. of these. So we I told haven't you spoken story. since you announced the April release date. Oh, very nice. So. Very good. Thank April you. April the... What was it? What was it? April the... Uh, April. It was April something, if I remember right. 
Is it just April something? Is it just currently That's April it or is it April? Okay. I mean, it's currently, okay. obviously, we know the date, but like specifically in terms of public, we said April, yeah. Um, Can I guess? The, um, I mean, you're welcome to. I'm not going to... 26. He's <laughs> gone quiet. I said 26 and he went quiet. I said say nothing. I'm saying nothing. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the... um. The what's the name? The um, so did I tell you the story of the IGN office and the weird Star Trek encounter? Yes, did you did. Yes, I did. Uh, that was weird. I don't know if you told me that on or off the podcast, but you did, and I know it, and I don't give a shit about anyone listening to this. So let's carry on. That's <laughs> right. Right. It was on a previous episode of this podcast, which did Probably. it's been stricken from the record. There was no, hey, there were no previous episodes hey, of this podcast. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Do you think do you think Moffat's going to come back for Doctor Who? What to like a one-off episode or something? Yeah. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. He, he left he did a quote saying he'd never do it because that would be like going back to a junior role on a show that he used to run and it would be career suicide oh. and I'm like that is exactly what Stephen Moffat would say if he was definitely going back. Interesting. So that as soon as he said that I was like oh Moffat's back. <laughs> okay. I could see I I could definitely see I could definitely see them doing the one-off because that was where that was where I always preferred him. I preferred him there as yeah. when it was a showrunner. But um, yeah. yeah, maybe. Anyway, I don't know what we're even talking about. I don't remember what Doctor Who is. Let's carry on. <laughs> I mean, we are going to come back to talk about Doctor Who because it's going to be rough today. But we'll call it something else. We'll call it like, oh, let's talk about Bake Off. <laughs> Walk to Boo. Um, yeah, that sounds yeah. I'll watch. Sounds it. wrong, actually. I it does know. a little bit, doesn't it? There's something. Yeah. There's something. I think. Yeah. Mm. Something, something off there. Something off there. Didn't like something it. Something off there. Yeah, it didn't work. Didn't like it. Didn't like it mm. very much, Mike. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm. So it's all gonna be gold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should have that at the back of the box. <laughs> it's not all gonna be gold. <laughs> uh, that's my gravestone. That's my gravestone. <laughs> well, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not all gonna be gold, is it? We made a hey, VR game for phones. I've played that. It's on phones. Is that good? What is that about? Pitch that to me. Earthshape. Earthshape was... (laughs) The pitch for Earthshape was... God, I like Bake Off. Let's make a puzzle (laughs) plant-based game with uh, Sue Perkins narrating an astronaut planting seeds. It was genuinely quite a nice little game. I was proud of that one. Um, But it was also for a piece of hardware that was supported for about three weeks. Yeah. Um, Google, was it? What a shocker. Yeah. Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Any, um, any, uh, feel like porting at any point so us people with proper headsets can play it? Um, we've talked about it occasionally. To be honest, we're always too busy. I All these exciting new projects, you know. I've got, oh, the exciting new projects I can tell you about. I'm still finishing my book. Although I finished the first draft. Hooray! I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. Proper man. pages and everything. Proper, I'm looking forward to reading proper... it. You talked. Yeah. We talked about it for so long now that I kind of I'm, I feel I feel invested. I need to, I need to check it out. It, I've had I, I so I've had some people read it, and the one bit of feedback I've got was not that me, ending not is me. The, not you, not yet. You'll get a later draft because my early drafts <laughs> are like my preciousists. They don't go out. But the the, the feedback I got was the ending is um, uh, going to be the response. To the ending is going to be interesting. <laughs> it's the one okay. I was given. That it was like, don't change it. It's fucking great, but it, that is gonna, that is that. Some people are gonna find that's that difficult, and I'm like, okay. cool. That's not. I think it's what I was going for. So that's kind of. It sounds like you made something interesting, which is always the goal. So 
Yeah, something doing it a bit different, but also not really. Um, okay. That's the secret. Uh, anyway, fuck it. Picard was good. I can't be asked to talk about it anymore. There's other stuff. There was a, a thing exploded. A portal gun's the main weapon of the series. There's like Lore and Moriarty and whoever's fucking piloting that spiky ship battling enemies. You know, there's going to be loads of shit going on. It's going to turn into a massive fucking mess. But I enjoyed that episode. It had a lot of potential and it felt a lot more like Picard. Well, yeah. a doddery old man who used to be Picard, but is now on day leave from the home. I, not to, not to be a broken record, I think Jonathan Frakes, like, absolutely oh. just won me over in it. Like, he's Riker, he's playing Riker again. It's yeah. that charm, that kind of, they're just taking the piss, just, just, a, just a charming guy. I'm looking forward to seeing how, it, that, that gives me hope for how the characterization, the only one bit of characterization I didn't like was the um, Crusher calling Picard, Admiral Picard really bothered yeah. me i tweeted about that i just it's john luke yeah you, well okay so so if we're going on this a... episode yeah if we're going on this episode mm. wait it might be performative so other people hear it and something something i don't know but if we're sent it specifically to him yeah i, I maybe I, I they tried to think intercept. of an explanation oh, maybe. where do we maybe think this is going that would be where cool. do we think... tell the... where do we think it's going yeah. Um, I think, well, the big one is um, the character has not been introduced yet. The um, uh, plumber's kid. <laughs> the plumber's uh, kid. The plumber's kid. No, um, Amanda Plummer, the, the big bad, who's in the trailer. Oh, it turns yeah. out, this is a, here's some red letter media facts for you, is Christopher Plummer's daughter. Oh, is it? Oh, mm. there's another movie reference for you there. Exactly, like it's, it's like, let's ask this stuff. Yeah, it's it's it's. But no, so I'm interested to see where they go with that. It's gonna be rough of Khan again, isn't it? It's just all gonna. It's gonna be. Oh, Picard's a bit too old to stop this person from his past with a vendetta, and uh, he's gonna gather his friends together, and they're gonna, you know, stop him or her, and that's gonna be the story. Like that's gonna be the whole thing. Like it's gonna be Wrath of Khan because it's always Wrath of Khan. <laughs> yeah, it's always vengeance. It's always a vengeance story. And I get it, but I'm hoping I've got hope for law. I, if if they go down that road, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see Wrath of Khan, but law. I would love for her to be a fake out where she's like a minor villain, but law's the the big bad. Yeah. But then the, the the way Q was misused in the last series just doesn't fill me with hope. We'll see. Yeah. It, I Yeah, going forwards, we'll take it one episode at a time. However, it was a great episode to kick off with. It's the best episode they've had. And so if you can, if you drop off slowly from here, maybe it'll end somewhere that isn't a, an abysmal shithole where you're like, Q, what the fuck was your motivation? Borg when Queen, you go what back... the fuck was your... She died, didn't she? There goes. There's someone who just fucking died. The, the actress who played the Borg Queen. I know, yeah, she's a, a close friend of, uh, of Troy's. Is yeah, horrible. Fucking hell, it's just... Yeah. She was so... I mean, we spent the whole fucking time praising her, so... Oh, she was, was yeah, she was amazing, but... Ah, she was amazing in everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a shame. But the, um... I wanted to ask you guys, you've just rewatched all of them. One thing I wondered about these shows is is whether the the mystery boxy kind of who knows where it's going is is part of what frustrates me. When you go back and you rewatch them, knowing where it's going, does it feel more cohesive? Does it feel like it's foreshadowing future events, or does it feel as no. like wildly swinging? 
Yeah, yeah. hardly swinging. Absolutely, they've got no clue what they're setting up in those first episodes. It's that game where everyone's writing like a sentence one after the other without seeing yeah. the... Yeah, that's how it feels watching it. I was wondering if when you go back and watch them knowing where it's going, it improves it yeah. at all. It doesn't sound like it does. Okay. The, the unfortunate thing about a mystery box is because there's no like logical or character reasons to get to the, the, the solving all the points of it, on a rewatch, yeah. it's even more dull. Because you know mm. the answer, and there's no journey. It's just answer. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Anyway, well, this, we talk this about so far seems better, we'll see. Yeah. yeah I liked so, it. I, liked, I, mean, I it. It was, the score's much more uh, adventurous and fun. The yeah. actors seem to be playing the actual roles. They've slimmed the cast down to just Raffi. Uh, mm. Oh my god, it's Raffi of Khan! Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of the next episode? Raffi that might be the name of the next episode, yeah. Because what, what was this episode called? The oh, next The Next Generation. generation. Yeah. And ne the ne uh, next week's is Disengage. Did you get it? Because like he said, Engage. Oh, because like... he said Engage. I wonder if they're um, going if, to... If she can't... To be fair, I would, if, I was, if I was allowed to write Star Trek, I would 100% be doing just as obvious stuff with with, type, with names. I wouldn't. My all my no. episodes would be like really obscure lyrics from poems. I... I Michael Giacchino all over the place with those names. But it's like you'd get like two different places, two different kind of names in Star Trek. There's either like uh, the the knife cares not for the lamb's butcher's cry, yeah. whatever the fuck those episodes. And the then the episode's called like answer. Yeah, and then you've got an episode that's called like ooh cheese or like ooh space anomaly, and you're like, what, who the fuck named this one? schisms oh what's it about some schisms fucking nailed it well schisms. done yeah yeah it's about some schisms Very um, good. i'm hoping they don't do the whole oh well maybe I, I, it'd be nice if they do the whole uh go back to conspiracy that really shit episode where they blew that guy's head up in tng someone's go, going to at some point since that episode star all the starfleet has been bad people and we're gonna fix it I feel like that's Deep Space it. Nine just did that whole idea so much better already, though. That's the problem. Is I would say that that's was, definitely ooh. something that, like... On that note, on. was there a changeling on the bridge? There was someone who looked very changeling-y. Ooh, I missed that. But yeah, that when they, when, yeah, the whole enemy's the friends. Saying, yeah. Good yeah. time, which foreshadowing. is... Stop saying foreshadowing. Right, fuck it. Let's talk about a different thing. Should we talk about film? Yeah. Yeah, Any Fast and Furious. Oh, Fast, Fast and Furious! Because so I, I, I bought them on Blu-ray because thank, it was cheaper. Physical media service. is cheaper and better. You're welcome. Uh, and yeah. I have since... I've looked at the names that are on the back. They don't know how to yeah. name this series. They do not. Uh, yeah. They do so not. shall I recap the plot? Yeah, recap the Fast and Furious uh, movie okay. that I imagine a lot of people in the audience will not have seen. When did it come out? 2000... One, I think. I mean, I'm basing that on the fact yeah. that a lot of the CGI looked like PlayStation Two graphics. It did at the time as well, I think. But yeah, yeah. carry on. Tell us the tell us the story. Tell us the story. All right. So the film mm. begins with a van that is badly stocked because there's nothing in the middle, so everything will just shake and fall down. I'm aware it's for a shot. It still bugged me. Uh, mm -hmm. Of uh, I think it was CR. It was CRTVs, but I couldn't tell if it was a VHS or DVD player that was built in. It's famously it like DVD players. It's DVD players. Okay. It was... Because yeah. they were the hotness in 2001. That was the, the must-have gadget. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. 
So, yeah, it's like, it looks like the sort of van that Ashens would steal from, where it's just mm-hmm. tat and useless tat, but it's like $6 million worth of stuff. Uh, and those these vans keep getting knocked over by this mysterious group of uh, car racing people who mm. use a grappling hook through a car seat to climb on, which doesn't seem like the securest part. If you're going to attach something you want to pull on, maybe don't pull on the thing that can, like, fall forwards. Foreshadowing, I, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> stop saying foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's about, there's these thieves, and sent after yeah. these thieves, although I didn't know he was an undercover cop, that was a reveal to me. It's a guy whose name I don't remember because it wasn't repeated like the other guy's Brian. name. Brian. Brian. That, oh yeah, it was also the world's most boring name. That's why I didn't remember. It's the best. It's the most. It's the best protagonist name in the history of Hollywood. I think Brian. Bri- Brian. Yeah. Brian. Brian. Blah blah blah. Whatever his fucking name was. Uh, he is an undercover police officer. But not only is he an undercover police officer, mm. but he is the worst undercover police officer I have ever but. seen in my entire fucking life. In the entirety of fiction. He is a fucking <laughs> awful, not just undercover, but police officer. He's yeah. dreadful. Uh, and the whole, the to, the fast bit of the film is, is about the, the racing car scene that he's involved in. And the furious part of the film is the police that he r- reports back to when he is fucked up again. Because all of them point at this one guy and go, hey... That one guy with all the money who spends all of his money on cars and shit, who could drive cars like this, we think it's him. And he goes, Mm. nah, nah, because I want to fuck his sister. And that's, that is, that is it. He has an attractive sister. And because of that, that guy can't be the villain. So he then investigates Mm. all the other people. He's like, oh, there's some Chinese people. Oh, there's other gangs over here. Oh, there's all this stuff. And investigates all of them. And every single time, it's not them. Because it's the other guy. And it's like yeah. the most reverse plot of anything I've ever fucking seen. Where all the police officers that are just... He comes in, they're like, please just tell me you're arrested fucking... What's his name? Danny Toretto? Toretto. Yeah. Toretto. Who I have a Lego minifigure of. That's how iconic <laughs> he is. Yeah, they're like, look, go arrest Toretto. He's clearly the one doing it. He's the one who's been putting people's lives in danger. He's stealing money. You know, the economy is suffering and he's using it to illegally race cars down streets and seriously endanger the lives of people on those streets um, because they yeah. do illegal street racing on where they basically take over a motorway uh, put up lights that wouldn't look out of place at a football stadium to light it and then drive for 10 seconds that is for somehow stretched into two and a half minute driving scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, the, he's a villain that guy's a villain yeah. He's an absolute villain, but his sister's hot, and that's really important to remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's as far as the plot goes, that's the key takeaway. Anyway, the police officer <laughs> then rapes the sister. That's also an important point. Uh, because she doesn't know he's done the cuff a cop, uh, and he's lying to her, and he has sex with her, which is definitely assault, right? Let's all agree now. He's definitely <laughs> a villain. He's definitely a bad guy. He's definitely uh-huh. a villain. He's a yeah. bastard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then it comes down to like the big score at the end. There's a big score yeah. at the end. And he, re- he realizes that the person he least suspected the whole time, for some reason, is 
Toretto, the guy who's been behind it all, the guy who is, yeah, it's it's just it's it's the guy. What everyone was telling him, the thing he didn't listen to, it was mm -hmm. him the whole time. But he's he likes Toretto now because Toretto was like, yeah, yeah, uh, my dad died, crashed his car or something, and I, oh, uh, yeah. So that excuses my six million dollars worth of stolen merchandise, the constant endangering of people lives that I do, uh, the you know all of this dodgy shit that I'm involved with. That's all fine because I've got a sad backstory. Mm -hmm, so then mm -hmm. they go to the big final chase down, but unfortunately for Danny Toretto, he attacks the truck which is being driven by the Terminator, and the Terminator. Yeah with his shotgun, is very angry and starts shooting them all. And then it's up to the police officer to save all of these people. And then he chases after Danny Toretto. And then Toretto's like, I'm not going back to jail. I'll kill myself. And then there's one more zoomy chase before a train gets there. And they just make it. But then he has a crash. And then he's like, oh, you've caught me. And he's like, I'm going to let you go. And then in the distance, you can just hear one of the police officers who's working on this case goes, what the fuck? Arrest him. <laughs> And then yeah. he then he's like, I'll take the bullet for you on this one. And then Toronto walks off going like, what the fuck? All right. So then the film ends. So that's the film. It's about yeah. the adventures of uh, a very bad rapist police officer. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Seven out of ten. What did you actually think of it? Did you, did you enjoy it? Was it yeah. an entertaining movie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plot wise, it was uh, fucking atrocious. And I was, I really enjoyed it. I've never really rooted for the police who are like do this by the book i was rooting for the jellicos that's what i was rooting for <laughs> it was too fast too jellico yes you were rooting for the bad guy for time to the laps that's who you were you were rooting for in that i mean you know yeah I, you know you root for thanos a bit as well but Buffalo look, Bill. I, i'm just saying like mm. He's the worst police officer of all he's time terrible. in anything. He is, he is he's so terrible, fucking terrible. Terrible. Um, I, I do enjoy that... I don't know who plays any of the actors apart from Vin Diesel. Um, yeah. Who I'm assuming was hired because his name was Diesel. Like, I think that was the only reason <laughs> that he was hired. But uh, quite a lot of that film did look like the opening scenes to gay pornography, I must admit. There's a lot of California sun, mm -hmm. men wearing either nothing on their shirts or tight tank tops kind of getting in each other's face. And I just, I'm just really waiting for that hard cut to a sex scene. Like, that's the... Yeah. It felt... It's got that kind of energy. Like, I'm, I like that energy, but I don't think that's what they were going for. It's the... Yeah, it was a little... Uh, it was a little early 2000s. Oh, I did a slur counter. What did that come out to at the end? That's <laughs> the thing tip. that's most noticeable going back now, for sure. I actually, yeah, I had a... Uh, we got some N words, we got some F words, we got, yeah, there's quite a lot of them. Uh, yeah, there wasn't... Um, Which yeah, is it was... hilarious given where the film franchise goes. That's a very strange, anachronistic <laughs> thing when you go back to this one. It's it's with yeah it was definitely um, yeah I wrote I wrote down some notes the slur count was two oh it's only two major oh, okay. you'd get banned on Twitter slurs mm -hmm. um, that I heard that weren't in the actiony bits 
Uh, but I, you know, they dated it. I, it. It was very dated. Like I was not expecting. Oh, I thought it was a much more modern film. I thought they were like ten years old. And then every everything looked like a PS2 cutscene. Like it opens up and there's that shot of the fucking DVD fucking TV combos. I went, how old is this film? <laughs> and then someone gets called the odd slur, and I'm like, oh, so early 2000s. Every single female character has to have their stomach exposed. Like, yep. oh my god, they should have called it mid drift. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mid drift. We'll That's the new title. That would have been so fucking good. Um, one of my notes of course, is why to be clear 10, drifting 000... doesn't exist to be clear drifting has not yet been invented as a concept uh, okay in the era that... of uh, first movie well turning left or right hasn't been invented yet either they just go in straight exactly. lines exactly they only go in straight lines that's canonically <laughs> important <laughs> okay yeah, um, I love that the main racing event that they were setting up to that didn't actually really come to anything was called Race War. <laughs> I, I, I hope that you're okay with that because, again, we're not done with that joke. <laughs> um, That's cool. But I'm glad you, well, I'm glad you liked it. Or yeah. were entertained by it. It's not. Uh, it's definitely aged terribly. Like it's definitely. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that movie because I. I didn't watch these as they went out either. I watched that film for the first time about yeah about ten years ago probably. So yeah, I'm. I even then it had dated it aged very badly even ten years ago, for sure. Yeah, he knew he knew someone's cell phone number, which I was like, that's the biggest glaring pothole. Yeah. Like, well, actually. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe this was the era. I mean, they're like, shit, where do we go? And you know what he gets out, Mike? You know what he gets out? He gets out a paper map. Mm. He gets out a map. Remember getting out a paper map? And you unfold it, and now you've got like something that's larger than the car in the car with you. And you've got to <laughs> discover where you are, and you'll never be able to fold it back up again. Um, I did enjoy the bit where he jumped onto the truck, and you could just quite clearly see his safety harness. Like, Mm-hmm. Thank green screening that out. It's just and it's pinching at his clothes as well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that'll do. Fuck it. It was, do. it was definitely like, and that's the context of it, was it was a low budget gross point not gross point blank. Is it gross point which one what's the no, what's the what's the movie where it's surf dudes? Well, um, apparently Artemis fucking fell, but I'm not allowed to get on that one, am I? <laughs> no god, what what is it? Um Point break. It's point a break. It's point break. Yeah. It's it's their whole yeah. there is a new youth trend. How can we make an action movie around that? It was definitely like a, a low budget cash in um that did like reasonably well, like a surprise surprisingly well, but it's yeah. very funny going back to it, especially after you've seen all of the franchise and going, oh, no one making this knew anyone would give a shit about this film for more than six months. Yeah. And it's if that. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> that. It was definitely made as like a disposable... Yes, is the kids like kids are in street racing right now. Let's make a, let's make a movie about that. And no yeah. one gave any thought to lore or world building, but hilariously people coming into the process later will and everything you've just seen matters oh god oh god (laughs) it's like it's like they act it's accidentally the start of a 
of a massive coherent world of characters <laughs> and it's hilarious um every please single tell thing me, you've seen yeah please tell me that that police officer ends up going evil because he just is so useless he's just so you it just it, brian the police officer is just so yeah. useless brian brian the police officer has a journey and i'll say that it's not that journey but it's an interesting journey um okay but that's so yeah so you're what's brilliant especially with the first like five movies is how drastically things shift and change so i think it'd be interesting here we go so for the audience what's your prediction knowing nothing about what the second movie is what do you expect the second movie is going to do? Who's going to be in it? What's it going to be about? What's the story? What's the obvious next step? This film did well enough to justify a sequel. What happened Yeah, next? that's the bit that surprises me the most. That there are... I thought you were pranking me by the end of this film. I was like, there's no fucking way the tenth one of these films is about to come out. There's no way... Because it's just... It's a journey. It's a journey, dude. And it's funnier and more enjoyable because this is where it started. It's like (laughs) if the first Star Wars movie had been like a romantic comedy set in the 20s. It's that... Is this like the first Saints Row versus later Saints Rows? Are we on a crazy spiral? (laughs) We're on a ridiculous spiral... And it's exciting to be where with you and the star of it. And this is why I'm trying so and everyone listening knows all the points where right. I could have said something. So I'm interested. <laughs> what's what's the second movie gonna be? What do you think? What would be this does well, you're you're given, you know, someone comes into a room and they're like, Dan, we need you to we need you to write and direct the second Fast and the Furious right. movie. Fast what's and the, the Furious vision? two. Wait, we could call That's it not too gonna fast be the name. And the Furious. <laughs> You know the name. You've seen the boxes, I'm sure. Yeah, I even see the Japanese names, which are great. Um, okay. well, they're, called, they're insane. You should look them up. Um, the Right, so, due to his uh, absolute fucking awfulness, letting a guy get away with lots of crimes and endangerment and crashing, and they didn't actually check on if the guy <laughs> was killed in the truck he crashes into at the end. So there's, like, a lot of... Um, crimes and they need to pin it on someone so they pin it on brian uh and brian is then sitting in a police cell uh awaiting trial because he's Mm -hmm. done all these crimes and then suddenly he hears a revving from outside and his his prison wall explodes outwards because they've attached grappling hooks or whatever to the like goes clink around the doors and he's like what the fuck and here's a rev and then it just yanks the whole wall off and it's a good thing he's on the ground floor. Uh, and then it's like Vin Diesel is like, come with me if you want to not die. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, this film is so dialogue stingy. He was just like, come here. Like, it, they literally... So, I really appreciate... That's one thing I really liked about this film is it's, the dialogue is so minimal. Mm. It's really svelte in its writing. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I thought that was that is something you don't really get anymore. It's just sort Watch of like... Out. What's that foreshadowing? All the characters are actually mute. And these are just thoughts. They're aliens that can transfer thoughts. I don't fucking know. That's right. That's right. That's what you You have to say foreshadowing just like randomly as well. If you want to say foreshadowing, that's fine. But every time I'm like, aliens who can do much, go foreshadowing. And I'm like, wait, what? Then I won't know what's going on. 
but the, the yes, great thing it's... about the Fast and Furious franchise is I'm going to be able to say at a point where you think I'm taking the piss. Um, <laughs> so, so Vin Diesel breaks him out of prison. What happens next? He breaks him out of prison. He goes, "You, you, you did a good thing for me, and I'm going to do a good thing for you." And we're gonna we're gonna rob all of these crimes, all of these crimes we're gonna rob, and then the mm. guy's like, "But I'm not a criminal." And he's like, "Digitally criminal." There's no sort of, and then he's like, "Here's my here's my sister for you to fuck again." Um, mm. The we've recast her because we've got more money now to hire a named celebrity. That's how they do these things. I've seen Transformers films. Actually, I haven't. I've seen the first <laughs> one. Um, but it's now Halle Berry. Like, fuck it. 2001 Halle Berry, that seems about right, isn't it? Yeah? No? Right, I, She was in all the films? Yeah. It's about 2000, yeah, yeah. early 2000s, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of swordfish era, I imagine, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I like that's the one you go to. I was thinking, you know, X-Men. But yeah, you go for the one where she gets her tits out. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I actually go for the one that had the exact same awful sepia lens as Fast and the Furious one was. Oh, I just, if I say that, I just assume, I assume it's set in like, or it says Breaking Bad, this is set just by Mexico. That's what I always read it as. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I must admit, I will say as much as the plot was, you know, the dialogue was neat. And I quite like the dialogue. The plot was nothing. Him giving the car to him at the end, because he owed him a car. He's like, here, take the car to escape with. That fucking rocked. That's such a nice, neat bit of writing. I genuinely was like, mm. all right, I like that. That was tidy. Yeah. Anyway, so, pulls, pulls, pulls him into a, a job. But this time, the, the job is they're stealing a, a, a cargo. Some, I don't know, fuck it. I can't think of how you... It'll have to tie back to the policeman he was working with. He was being set up. He was forced to steal that cargo. Oh, maybe we're getting a bit mm. too spy a bit too oh no no okay no you get it you do it you do the the, 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 the... <laughs> no you do the rogue it's one of the people one of the police officers he was working with is actually profiteering from all of this stuff uh and has set them up you've got a dodgy copper in your midst uh and mm. so we 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 trying to we thought it was you that's why we let you in even though you were clearly a police officer um but it's it's one of those. So we need your help at rooting out this dodgy copper. And I think it'll, you know, they, it ends up, they blow up uh, something with the, there's a big car chase. They crash the dodgy policeman off the road. And the police like, well, you've killed a man, but you've, you know, this is a 2002 movie. So you've saved the day. Uh, we're going to put you back on the force. And he's like, hey, these guys need a pardon. He's like, all right, you get a pardon. And then they shake hands and they go off. And he's like, don't do any more crimes. And he's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I might. He's like, no, don't. And then he drives away. Or it's like, you know, he's like, you'll have to change your ways. He's like, and what if I don't? He's like, well, then you're going to have me on your ass. And he's like, yeah. And they smile at each other and then he drives off. So yeah. I think that that's how I would do a sequel. It would be basically, it would just be more the same uh, stakes. This yeah. is guy, in, in this one, in, you know, in, in that he's trying to pinpoint a well, he's not. He's trying to not pinpoint a guy so he can fuck his sister. But in this one, he's trying to, you know, get his freedom and win his freedom back in okay. the sequel. That's what. That's what. Where I would pitch it. If, out of what percentage was that was right? Ninety. I I say about five percent. I'd say about five oh. <laughs> percent. It, it's it's a decent sequel to the movie you just saw. We've got a lot of ground to cover in the next ten movies, so we're going to have to go uh, 
full tilt in a different direction. Also, I just got a call from the entire cast of the first movie, and they don't want to be in it. Um, so <laughs> we're going to have to work around that as well. Uh, so it's all good. Wait, do they genuinely recast the, the girlfriend? <laughs> I, it's is, it Halle Berry? Wait, is it Halle Berry? Is it Halle Berry? No, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Oh, okay. No, oh. It, we're 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 going. We're gonna go in a. The, I think literally the only thing that matches what you just said is that there are consequences of Brian being a fuck up in the first movie, <laughs> and they're not even the same consequences you said. Um, what that he faces the law. But then there's a neat way of him getting out of it and making it all better. Yeah, no, you're we're we're already uh, drifting, if you will, uh, into a completely different. This 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 series basically changes franchise, changes uh, genre and style about five or six times. Um, <laughs> Wait, so we're ow. about. To... It's still about racing. Is it just like a documentary? Wait. Ford versus Derek Ferrari Carlos. wasn't like one of the tire spin-offs, was it? Like Top Gear's not is Clarkson in them? Are we no, doing... no, but why so but the key the key things for you to bear the key things that are gonna guide this journey are gonna be other movies that are popular and Oh um, my god, they're gonna be wizards. All involved. <laughs> gonna be wizards, yeah. It becomes deeply <laughs> transphobic as it goes on. Um <laughs> it's a real problem. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this to you now that that film was probably transphobic at its heart. Like that film wasn't a film that. Well, so that's what's so that's the one thing yeah. I will kind of I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I will say that it's an interesting arc the film franchise goes on. Fast and Furious is currently considered to be one of the most progressive <laughs> franchises. He rapes a Genuinely. woman. He rapes a woman, and it's a victory. We. Are about to go on a journey, Dan. <laughs> and it's, this is why Wait. I knew this would be a good podcast. Carry on. I, I, well, I don't know where to carry on now. I feel like I. You've seen, you've seen a, you've seen a movie that no one thought was going to be was going to do very well with actors who were objectively rubbish. And that would never ever spawn any kind of franchise where none of the cast members would have varying degrees of success, where the entirety of cinema would not be shifted around this franchise. That's why this is a funny idea for a podcast, is because you just watched <laughs> a mediocre 2001 ripoff of a ripoff of a ripoff starring nobody. And now yeah. we're going to go on a journey to a point where this is the this is the biggest franchise, not about superheroes, foreshadowing, um, to exist. <laughs> so we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a good time. I don't. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Is it gonna get like James Bondy? Oh, is it gonna go like the full spies For a time. and? <laughs> Well, when Daniel Craig first became Bond, it's going to be... It's going to Or is go... it Jason Bourne influence that turns up I onto it and I it's all jumping th- through I, windows? I think the joy of this podcast is going to be based on how little I tell you about where we're going. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, it's, it's a wild... I remember I watched 
because I think I saw it. I think the first one I saw was yeah about ten years ago. I think five had come out and everyone was talking about it. So I was like, I'll go back. And just watching those first five movies with Carrie, it was just a completely every single movie broke our brains because it was like, <laughs> wait, this is the sequel to the previous, and it sort of works. What? It's 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 watching. You're gonna you're about to watch the history of cinema play out uh, in ten weeks. So yeah, I'm excited for you to watch the second movie. Um, I'm excited for you to have questions. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say in advance the second movie is widely thought of as the worst one it's actually one of my favorites so okay. it's you're gonna so with this the second one you might be like i think the set i think I, my personal my prediction of what your takeaway from the second one is going to be this is funny and good shit to talk about but i'm not enjoying this that's where yeah. i think you're going to be at the end of the second one Oh, well, that's um, what we're going to be at the end of the second episode of Picard as well, which is exactly. the series works. The series works. So the series works. It's they're gonna, <laughs> we're going to find interesting synergies. Um, yeah. And ironically, like I'm going to make the prediction: you are going to be as invested in the cast of the franchises. You're going to, in the Fast and Furious franchise. You're going to be as invested in the cast by movie ten. As you will be by Picard episode 10. I'm going to make that prediction. I, what? So I won't be. <laughs> I just be like, eh. no, you're, you're going to, you're going to, you're not only going to care, you're going to have, this is the brilliance of this, is there are continuity and canon debates raging around Fast and Furious. People are that invested <laughs> in the. Storytelling Wait, so and retconning you know of this universe. The Cerritos was a California class. Can you name yes. any of the cars that are like used? Well, I mean, I own toy. I own the Lego set of Toretto's Dodge from this movie. Oh, yeah, like, like the yes. like a good Dodge. It's iconic. And okay. yes, I could. I could tell you iconic in the actual sense or the Ubisoft sense. I don't know what you're talking about. I love Ubisoft. Um, no, um, Ubisoft always do the fucking. They're like, oh, his his Aiden Pierce's iconic hat. Yeah, and I'm like, who is this man? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no. You're like this is. It's gonna. I think. I I think by like movie five or six, you're going. I'm gonna make this prediction. You are going to buy some Fast and Furious merch before we finish this podcast. <laughs> Oh, no, do I do it. like my my unfortunate thing is I like props, so I might end up with a car, <laughs> <laughs> like a full size car. Yeah, it's an actual car. I'm um, gonna actually, I'm gonna make the prediction. You will own the Fast and Furious Lego set before we finish I mean, recording this. Probably. They've actually, I think mean, they just released the second wave wave of Fast and Furious Lego sets, which might be spoilers. Um, I, I'm I'm off. They just released Brian I'm, as a minifigure. I'm saving oh. my money at the moment, so I'm off Lego, so I haven't seen anything. Oh, shit! Was it you who said you were going to go see uh, Alan Partridge live? I did, and I did. It was shit, wasn't it? <laughs> I... I quite... I, I think I liked it. Did you did you see it live, or did you watch it? I saw it went no, up on Amazon Prime. It was on, yeah, it was on Amazon. I watched it on Amazon, and I was like, what the fuck is this? 
I I think maybe I liked it more live than I would have done. Yeah, I think it benefited it's, from being alive. The joy of seeing him live was was special. Yeah. That might it was. Have been it. You watch it from, you know, without that, because that adds a lot of stuff. Like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, everyone says, great fucking stage show. I've read that book. That's the worst thing J.K. Rowling's ever done. Like, and I know she said awful <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> I dare a single trans person to argue that J.K. Rowling's transphobia is worse than the Cursed Child. What's really As funny about that? the case on the show, Dan does not speak for all <laughs> members of the... <laughs> What's really funny that? I do that joke quite a lot of my streams, and my trans nerd friends are all like, "It's fucking hilarious, man." So I know that joke's okay. You can't. Uh, so you is your so they, your stance here is you can't be transphobic. Some of your best friends are trans as well. well that's what's the, weird that's is the, my chat. That's the I'm argument now, you're in the midst of making right now. Yeah, yeah. My okay. stream chat is pretty much just trans people at this point. Like I don't know when that happened, but you know how like. Uh, mm. America moves into a country and builds McDonald's and eventually it becomes America. Like, that's the thing that they sneak really do. It's like, Starbucks, McDonald's, mm. you're one of us now. You care about the Marvel films. That I feel like the, the trans people did that to my chat. They're yeah. everywhere, Mike. They're just everywhere. And I love them. So, when, when people say some of my best friends are trans, I'm like, I wish I had friends who weren't. It would be so much more relaxing. <laughs> I wish I, wish I, I had friends who weren't. <laughs> I wish wow. everyone weren't trans. It's so tiring here. This fucking Harry Potter guy. Jesus. Anyway, what was I saying? I fucking oh. hate Cursed. Have you ever read Cursed Child? I've never read anything Harry Potter. Genuinely, <sighs> I I was bored and disinterested in Harry Potter before it was called cool to be bored and disinterested in Harry Potter. I'll tell you what, right? Paradox Paradox is like uh, an angry retort to Cursed Child in a way. Okay. Where I'm just like, you've done time travel so badly, I have to step in now and do it properly. <laughs> and I did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, victory um, was mine. Yeah, that's Victory good. was mine yeah, because everyone has to But anyway, it's good. But no, Alan Partridge, yeah. Watching that show, I'm like, there's funny jokes and stuff in here, but there is no structure. And then it introduces structure at like the two thirds mark. He's like, hey, let's bring out the thing and explain what this thing I'm doing is. And then he gets through like four out of 10 bullet points and never thinks about it again. I'm like, hmm. this needed structure. There's I might no... have to go and watch it because I, 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 as a live experience, it was amazing. I think actually as well. I think I was in one of the recording days, so it's entirely possible that you've seen the literal version I saw. Um, oh, so I have a question. The yeah. 80s hits, the 80s medley of hits at the end. Yeah. Was there any? Because there's not in the Prime version, it just cuts. And he's like, yeah, we, we couldn't afford the license fee, so we're not going to have that in I here. think there was, there was, yeah. There was like an, I think so. Cool. Well, that's not there, so I hope that wasn't important to the feel of the show. <laughs> I can't remember, to be honest. It's been... It was mainly I enjoyed it as a live experience. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. My, I worry it might not might not have translated as well there. But I got up. I, I was leaving, and I walked past one of the writers. And I, I tapped him on the shoulder, and I said, that was very good. Thank you very much. And then left. Oh, so, so I hate to think that to I lied to I might have been... I might have... I might have um, maybe that was the moment where it was like, wow, this is, this is good. We should put it on Prime. I hope, I, I hope I'm not responsible for... <laughs> you gave me... I want an hour and a half of my life back. It was, it oh, was, no. I'm oh. a huge Partridge fan, but that was like 
I'm like, it's books, no, it's not books, podcasts, it's all fucking great. But that was just, I'm like... Nah, now it's... talk about building up a franchise with lore and uh, world building. Oh, Partridge. Is... Yeah. yeah. And so Star Trek invested. alum as well. Yeah. Star I mean, Trek alums? What was the Star Trek link? Uh, uh, what's his face? Colm. Uh, uh, O'Brien. Chief O'Brien. Is in the film. Oh, of course he is. He's in the film, isn't he? Yes, of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, in the so most recent t- the recent Sky exclusive TV show, he fights the Jem'Hadar. Does Alan Partridge? I don't know. It just felt like I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> I'm very excited. The 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 the, the uh, Brian Fast and Furious Two car is the Lego set that's just been released. So I'm gonna have to get. That. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get. I have to have Lego Brian. Um, I, I need so, it for myself. I felt I felt like uh, Alan Partridge, the character. This is the Alan Partridge who's just come off of this time. I don't think he can feel the O2. I think the fact that he was doing this live show at the O2 was immediately wrong. There I is, think... I had canonical issues with it as well from like, yeah. cause it, it, the storytelling in the, yeah, there's some, there's some things that don't fit with the, cause you've listened, you've been listening to his audible podcast, right? No, I haven't. I listened to one episode of it and then I forgot oh. it existed cause I have ADHD, but it was very good and I need to listen to the rest of it. You do need to, it's up to season two now, or as he says it, uh, season two, part one, uh, whatever Audible decide to label it as, we've had negotiations and they feel <laughs> it would be better to present it. It's a whole thing. I love it. Very good. Yeah, because it's Partridge. He should have gone out, because he should have come out and gone, welcome to Norwich City Centre uh, meeting room 4B. And then made a yeah. joke, and, you know, it's bigger than I thought it would be. You can see, this is why our council tax has gone up. Partridge joke. <laughs> Partridge joke. You know, Partridge joke. Just bring you into I that think, world. Yeah, yeah then... you're right, and it's it's a weird, it's a weird, and it, and with the podcast as well, it doesn't it doesn't link up with where the law's gone on the podcast, which is a shame. Yeah, so it felt like a weird. It, oh my god, it's Alan Partridge's cursed child. <laughs> hmm. Can we can we call this podcast too fast? Ten forward. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> We need, do, not, we need to do we need to do a full partridge watch. A full a podcast that is the entirety of Alan Partridge um, from like when he was a sports reporter on was it the day to day? It was the day to day. He the I just I, got that I, on DVD. So don't, yeah. Don't I would recommend against watching his uh, the the uh, the, uh, the the Alan Partridge show. Um it's aged quite badly. Um, Which Alan Partridge show? The, the, his, the... his talk show. The uh, oh, knowing me, knowing the, you. Knowing me, knowing you. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. No, I've watched it recently. Yes. It's not. Yeah. It's not it's what not. it was. No. No. Yeah. I'd say what but, that uh, show had. Yeah. On a, just as a, as a technical level, um, one of the things you'll notice with sort of like shows that have to fill an arena is they get the show before they know how to fill an arena, and they then go, "We need everything to be big and grand." And then they're like, yeah. you have a scene where Alan Partridge is talking to himself on a massive screen and you go, this isn't working because this is theatre and the guy needs to be here. That's how mm. it works. Like the bit where it's like flashes back and it's a woman playing him, one of the dancers is playing him. Great. That's a wonderful, that works really well. But when he's like fighting a big screen, you're like, this is just awkward and it's weird. 
I don't like it. Bring back Abba and Spock and Q. <laughs> That's I put them in my head as one thing. That would be great. Although we all know Spock. It. What band would Spock be in? Spock would be in Crossburg. Super Tramp. Because okay. they sung the logical song. So yeah. It was a super, it was a Mine super was more of a... More Yours was more of a German, Uber, German obscure Bill Bailey music. fucking sci-fi. Yeah, I, just thoughtful. Just just a thoughtful analysis of character that was. I didn't go for the, didn't go for the, the simple joke based on the Wikipedia page. I, I'm, you know, I'm just... Fuck, I'm more I'm of a stranger to well, I'm looking up if the Defiant was destroyed. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Let's find out. Do you th- so you think it wasn't destroyed? USS Defiant. I don't. It wasn't destroyed. It wasn't destroyed. It wasn't destroyed. Scrolling down until it says something else. The Defiant's short but illustrious career came to an end in mid two three seven five. Shortly after joining the war on the side of the Dominion. The Breen retook some system using a new form of energy damping weapon. The Defiant, along with 310 other allied vessels, would destroy during the battle. Oh. In DS9. The changing face of evil. Oh, so they must have... Okay, so that documentary... Five episodes... Yeah, series 7, episode 20. Five episodes for the end. Okay, so they must have just on that out because they wanted to have the Defiant. You should watch that documentary. You fucking love it. Look it up. Um, what We Leave Behind. Genuinely beautiful. Yes. I think it's... It's probably free on something. I hope so. Really, really good. Really, really. Don't spend any money on anything. Spend my money on cheesy, like basically like going to a fun cheesy two-hour panel at Comic Con with all the people. Have you ever watched the Captains? I think it's the same director. It's a weird fucking time. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's weird. It's not. It's. uh, I wouldn't call it good. It's an interesting look into the man that is William Shatner as he doesn't let anyone else talk for the entire duration, apart from Avery Brooks, who is quite clearly high as a kite. Uh, And they kind of sing a song together for a bit and it gets really awkward and weird. And uh, yeah, if you want an insight into the man that is William Shatner, I recommend The Captains. Anyway, Red Letter Media, call me. I want I want me and Mike to go on the show, and me and Mike are gonna do a black spine thing, um, and we're gonna say we're from the podcast too far, too fast, ten forwards, and they're gonna talk Star Trek at us the whole time. I'm excited. And it's gonna be. I think. I yeah. think. I think hybrid, hybrid Star Trek and Fast and Furious podcasts are the next trend that's gonna hit pop culture. I think I think probably we should we we should call it because we've been going for two and a half hours and I've not seen Perry for about two of those so I want to go check on it. Um, I mean, yeah, please. fair enough. With your lives and you, I got to write a book and play Pokemon oh. and any games you want to talk about briefly before you fuck off anything. I mean, only 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 you know my exciting new installment in the Tron franchise and you know we're doing some interesting Whoa. stuff you know we'll see it's, we'll see it's gonna goes. it's not gonna be Tron's cursed child though is it um I wasn't planning on tweeting anything offensive in the next uh, couple of months but we'll see <laughs> that's gonna be yeah uh, yeah 
I, I, this will be great. I really hope one day I don't have to go back and destroy this podcast. I don't think I will. I think you might have to go back and request that it's killed at some point. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll call Matt. I'll call Matt. <laughs> yeah. Matt will, Matt, will, Matt will kill anything of mine. He doesn't care. I'm doing YouTube shorts now. I'm on Cameo, Mike. Oh, God. How I'm much do you have to pay? What's your price on Cameo? Uh, $20. That's, I think that's probably a bit too much. It's, it's one of the that's lowest. Cameo. I wanted it to be particularly low so people, so people like me. Let's have a look Although, at Cameo. I'm brilliantly, gonna... um, p- because I've got it so low, people pay more money, so give me more words so I get more information about them so I could do better Cameos. There's a thing. But I'm on TikTok and Instagram now as well, and I'm doing YouTube shorts coming soon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this. So how I'm much in the modern like, world, so, Mike? So the cost of you doing thirty-six seconds is twenty-five dollars. You said twenty dollars. It's actually twenty-five dollars. I will point that out. Is it? Um, oh, it's twenty pounds. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, twenty pounds. You rounded it down. No, you didn't want to. That's cool. So in, so I'm getting. <laughs> so in terms of cash value, to talk to you for three hours, I'm, I'm laughing. This is a great, great deal for me. I mean, arguably, yeah. I mean, I'm not laughing, obviously. It's not fun, but, like, I'm getting <laughs> the value. The value. Uh, excuse me. My average video length is 3 minutes 41. Is that right? I kind of ramble. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, if you've paid money for it, I'm going to make it worth your fucking money. Like, that's my... Uh... Are you are you on the Star Trek Picard set? There's a bunch of those ship models behind you. Uh, yeah, That's I actually amazing. am officially. That's you're filming this on the Picard set. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd do it where I'm working. I playing Guinan this year. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna. We're gonna find out she's got a teapot that can like summon the crystalline entity. Something. You're playing. You're probably, You're playing uh, Toretto in Too Fast Too Furious. <laughs> ten Fast Ten Furious. When it comes along. Wait, that's the next one, isn't it? Isn't it? the te- You said, wait, you say it's nine and ten or one or ten and... Ten, ten is about... They can't, right. I've seen one. I'm going to say this now. There's definitely not nine left. That physically no. cannot There's be built off left. of... You cannot build a house on a foundation of frozen peas. No, there but is... what you can do is you can build a new house next door ten times. <laughs> So it's just the what you're saying is the Fast and Furious franchise is a street, not a single house, where each house is just completely wildly building on the concept of what it means it's, to be a house. It's it's a family of houses, yeah. Stop saying family. What does family have to do with this? Actually, they mentioned. I think they mentioned family because he's like family's important. But then he was like a hardened criminal who like beat somebody no, it's up. The, the theme. The theme of family will never come up again. Okay. Good. That was a I, weird I, thing in the first movie, and then they move on. I know that. when you're lying, uh, Mike. We've been doing this for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm I'm excited to be disappointed by Picard and watch your slow unraveling of what's happening with the Fast and Furious franchise. It's going to be great. It's going to definitely. I think it's going to the graph of this quality versus show is going to be an X. Where Picard's going to trundle slowly downwards to an ending that will kill off loads of characters that you used to give a shit about, but now don't because they've been badly written. And Fast and Furious is apparently going to become a wonderful entity of strangeness. A fast X, if you will. Yeah. 
Fast X. As in like, that's wait, the name. That's wait. The name of, that's he, the name of the so, movie. That's the name of the third, the tenth of the so, movie that's about to come Okay, out. so I'll, I'll pitch it for you now. His ex-girlfriend comes back, but she is actually a car. And he's like, <laughs> Toretto is found out to be one of those guys who fucks cars. Uh, but yeah. he got like, on, on uh, Fast 9, which was set in the future in space where they fought Jason, uh, mm. that was, um, that was a Jason film, wasn't it? Jason X, right? Where it's in I space, they just, he's in space now. That is foreshadowing. Um, That's the, a, uh, they can't go to space, yeah. you fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't laugh. Look, Spate. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jason X, which came out the same year as Fast and Furious. There you go. It's all coming oh, together. Oh, God. Maybe Fast they, X, they... the 10th installment in the Fast and Furious franchise, releases one month from now. Uh, one month so from that now? Will, you might be able to catch that at its tail end in theaters by the time we finish this. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, that's amazing. Fast XI is out in a couple of years. Well, the 11th so, and final. Oh, but how will we cope with the cliffhanger? How will we cope with the cliffhanger? I, I, the great thing about this franchise, I'm not even sure there would be a cliffhanger, or at least not a cliffhanger that leads into the next story. Is this like Futurama, where the Planet Express crew just get killed off and replaced with alarming regularity? No. Um, but... I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil stuff. We've got the next two episodes of this podcast gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, you're gonna watch. I, I might genuinely go and watch Too Fast Too Furious now because I've got a bit. I've got myself a bit hyped up by this conversation. Um, no, you're gonna no, be you know what you've got to go watch. Person. You've got to go watch fucking it. Prodigy before we do a fucking Prodigy Alan Partridge crossover podcast, and nobody wants that. <laughs> I love. But you have to watch Prodigy. Episode I want to talk two. About it. So what you're saying is for episode two, we're going to completely mix up what this franchise is about, introduce a bunch of different characters that have no relevance to the original episode, and just mix stuff up. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I think I could see it working. Yeah, but if we call back to to Fuck It, Doctor Who, people will love it, so don't worry about it. We'll name <laughs> drop Fuck It, Doctor Who every now and then. It's going to be great. Gonna a be character great. in Star Trek Prodigy was mentioned in uh, by name in that episode of Picard. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you really should watch Pochity. It's apparently I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Anyway, um any right. questions? Have you got questions for us? I don't know where you listen to this or how you listen to podcasts, because I'm an old man who can't work it out. Um but yeah. That's that's how would they ask fast. how would they ask you that to, question? Fury I don't know. Tweet Matt. Tweet Mike, actually. Let's leave Matt out this once. Tweet Mike oh, any God. questions you've got. If you've made it this far in the podcast, tweet the words. Uh, I don't know. Fuck, I couldn't think of anything. What words? Oh, you tweet the phrase. The first movie. Yeah. Set phases to disintegrate. That's the that's the cue. Send that to Mike, not me. If you send it to me, I know you didn't get all the way to this bit. You only got to that oh. bit. Uh, you might, I, I, Matt, so fucking hell, my brain's going. Mike, I will say, the amount of people you've already had tweet you about the Defiant actually was destroyed. <laughs> oh, stop it. So yeah, many that's people have listened to the That's my entire Twitter within the 24 hours that this podcast comes out. Yeah. 
Oh well. oh, well. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place for Picard Episode 2 and Too Fast, Too Furious. This podcast was sponsored by Disney+. Plus. If you like Marvel, <laughs> Star Wars... <laughs>